0: Big liar. Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Monday, May the 3rd, 2021. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. For more Monday podcasts. And Robert Kemp. Big Monday, <laughs> big liars on Big Monday. <laughs> is big liar just liar liar?
1: <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Well, <laughs> no, I'm disappointed because <laughs> <laughs> that would be the kind of translation I'd expect. right? like, well, it's the same word twice, so you just make it big.
1: <laughs> yeah, I suppose liar liar wouldn't make much sense in foreign languages, right? Because it would just be they might not have, they might not know what the uh, the, the the rhyme is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I didn't even realise that it was meant to be uh, connected to the phrase "pants on fire"
1: until just. But out. then, why would you? Why would you say "liar, liar" twice? I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. I mean, maybe it's not, but
0: like that could just be my read. I think you're probably right. I just never occurred to me.
2: I mean, I don't think it was necessarily. You know, I don't think they were necessarily in like, requiring people to get that reference. <laughs> no. I think, I think it think makes they... sense fine by itself. I
0: think they were brainstorming names for that movie. Well, we could call it Pants Fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, not...
1: Jim Carrey and the
2: Hot Underwear. <laughs> not... <laughs> That would be an even better translation if they, if they did get the reference <laughs> yeah, yeah. but translated the other half of the phrase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a kind of uh, Cockney rhyming slang thing.
1: All right, mate. You got hot pants. That'd be quite, several steps to remove for Cockney. For, for also,
2: slang. you know,
0: the rhyming part. <laughs> That, yeah, yeah, but it's just the part where you don't say the part that rhymes in the slang, do you? you yes, but you hot know. pants is not the, rhyme, it's not the phrase either. <laughs> no, no, it's no you'd have to just say
1: You'd have to just say pants, though, <laughs> wouldn't you? It's like,
0: what, geezer, that's pants. <laughs> Which means but then the that doesn't really work, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm starting a new project wow. tomorrow, and it's... um. Levi's pants? and they're all American and they call them pants. Of course they do. Pants. So it's it's all going to be about choosing what pants to sell. <laughs> and uh, we, entire team of English people, trying to stop laughing. <laughs> we'll be used to it. I'll be calling them pants before
1: long. You must, you'll have to call a part of the site the Y front and then <laughs> maybe we finished with the Y front and we put the pants on it. Underpants.
0: <laughs> the Y front end. I'm presuming Levi's don't sell <laughs> underpants, but maybe they do. Oh, they probably do. They probably do. They sell everything else.
1: They've probably got a little irritable tag in in right somewhere yeah, really yeah. awful in them that just has
0: the Levi's logo on them. The, like... the red tag. Maybe they've got rivets in <laughs> like the Levi's jeans. <laughs> Isn't that what makes it them... a different market? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, slightly different outlets for for that kind of merch.
1: You can come get some Levi's, or you can get some Levi's.
0: They've got yeah, because they've got all the different lines. They've got like workwear. They've got you know skateboarding. Uh, evidently S and M, like uh, all the different Apparently. guys.
1: S and M now available at B and M. B and M. Isn't that like a? Wait, no, that's the. I was thinking of H and M, but like B and M, that's the discount store, store, isn't it? That's actually oh, a thing. Yeah, I, I would. I've never been in one of those. No, neither have I. I've never, never set foot in a B and i I've been in a Wilco.
2: One in Ipswich. I've been in a Wilco, Yeah, because there's one in Ipswich. Yeah, you might as well.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you might as well. That's the very like capitalism <laughs> <that is laughs> yeah, comment there. Exactly. <laughs> Well, a it's shop. Well, you might as well. <laughs> well, that's how it used to
0: work. I think we used to go into every shop. I don't. Well, pretty much. Maybe not Ann Summers. Or the Levi's well, version might... of that.
1: I mean, it, the tagline works, especially for the Ipswich one, because it's right next to a Sainsbury's,
2: right? So, like, <laughs> that's quite a like shift as well. well. Okay, you might as well. <laughs> oh, is that the tagline? <laughs>
0: And Samus, You might as well.
1: (laughs) You might as well. Treat yourself, love. (laughs) Treat yourself. Oh, dear. Like, no no, was saying, you know, she actually went into town. Wow. I I wonder,
0: what does it switch look like post-COVID? Probably exactly the same. Yeah, (laughs) about as empty. I mean, Debenham's (laughs) closed, right? Yeah, I forever,
1: mean, right? Yeah, they had their closing down sale, but apparently, like there was like
0: nothing of interest in there. No, no, you know, <laughs> there never was. was. Yeah, apart from the game concession <laughs> that happened to be there yeah. on the second floor. <laughs> I, you know what? I never minded Devonham's. It,
1: it was all right. I went, I went in there, got shoes and shirts, and the rare occasion I needed a coat, it tended to come from there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was the only department store in in. Ipswich, switch, right? I mean, I guess we've got John Lewis now. But I don't think oh, that, that counts. Yeah. yeah, but that's not. A f- Do you have a? You don't have a full John Lewis in Ipswich, switch, right? It's like a. It's a John Lewis at home. At home, right? And like, attached to a waitrose, and presumably that's staying open, is it? Because they're closing a bunch of stores, oh, yeah. shops, aren't they? John Lewis.
1: No, well, I haven't heard anything otherwise. I think. But then why say. would I? I barely leave the house. <laughs>
0: I got a lot, a lot of my stuff for this flat from John Lewis. And now, have you seen these? Uh, this ridiculous scandal about Boris Johnson's. F- oh that? yeah, yeah,
1: and and yeah. the John Lewis trolling,
0: the John Lewis nightmare. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm living in a John Lewis nightmare. At least that's what Carrie, the, the, Antoinette would say. Their tweets were pretty good
1: around this. Whole t- like, like John Lewis's tweets were pretty good. They were yeah.
0: like, like we we make stuff for
1: almost everyone. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the ultra elite. But, uh, Boris, Boris Johnson might not like it, but so he
0: has to come out and say, "I love John Lewis."
1: He, didn't he like? No, they they parked a deli- uh, like a truck nearby as well, saying it's like, well, at least we have a recycling scheme.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they just parked <laughs> a lorry <laughs> up by up by Downing Street. Yeah, or one of the big vans, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they did pretty well. I yeah mm, I, uh, had a sort of nice nice brunch at Ickworth House as well yesterday. Oh yeah, you can go outdoors. In, you can leave outdoors. Yeah, it was like a impromptu picnic. Well, it was a little bit impromptu. We knew we knew we were going there. Slightly impromptu, not totally impromptu. But that the, the dead someone had prepared brunches, and it's like, oh, this is a nice surprise.
0: <laughs> There's a degree of you. Sounds
1: nice.
3: Yeah, you're right.
1: We caught we caught the last of the sun, apparently. Yeah. Walked for many miles. I say many because there was more than one of them.
2: <laughs> oh, I don't think that counts as many. <laughs> You have to have yeah, more than three for
1: it to be three more. Many. <laughs> yeah. more than three? Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely not many then.
0: Miles. More, just say, just say miles. Just miles. <laughs> like, I could miles, get away so with saying miles. Yeah. I feel like miles, miles would have to be two.
1: Well, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was definitely more than two. Okay. Just miles. Not more than three, I think.
0: Miles. But not Miles and three. Miles.
2: Three and a bit. So if two miles is miles, and, then is four miles and miles? And miles. <laughs> I guess so it's
1: multiple so then if you if you go three could you say miles and mile <laughs> <laughs> I would walk 500 miles I mean I wouldn't but it was the first thing that I thought of we all did talk about miles damn you proclaimers and your catchy music
0: That's such a good karaoke song. You can't, no one can resist that song. Especially and doing when a, a Scottish accent, ever when you're singing it. No, I'm gonna be. <laughs> I know I'm gonna be.
3: That's got
1: an annoying high note, though. Yeah, but no. Ah! I suppose that makes it more even more funny for karaoke. Yeah, it makes it
0: funnier. And oh you can like, two teams or
1: whatever. <laughs> have you heard about that show that I think it's been on air for a couple of weeks now, uh called I Can See Your Voice? No. Right, it's a, it's a sort of as as bad as it's 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 sort of bad good T V. Sounds good. If that makes any sense. How like can, it's it's a it's, awesome like, it's a it's a Saturday night BBC thing. So I think you can already set some sort of expectation for the standard involved here. <laughs> and it's a it's a game show where uh the the contestant has to try and guess from six people which of them is a good singer and the rest of them are bad well some number of the rest of them are bad singers uh but they don't actually get to hear them
0: sing right <laughs> Yeah, wow. it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell does that
3: work?
1: So,
2: is it just from talking? Is that what we're talking about? Kinda, yeah. So they have like, the, like the, the I was thinking lo- of a much, much more difficult game show where you only look at waveforms and you're wow. like, oh, that's the good singer. <laughs> I mean, that would if, be I'm sure yeah. if you trained, you could probably. Yeah, yeah it'd be impossible for normal. People, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm sure once you actually figured it out, it would be kind of obvious. So, if the, they sort of
1: do it on like yeah very um loose um i guess bits of information where they they literally all they do is they like the first round is literally they just stand there and, and they've, they've i guess all the contest that like the singing people have just been told to blank face all of the time that they're not being like actually <laughs> uh, being addressed so that they, they just stand there like staring into the ether in some sort of pose and they get told just like oh this is the acrobat he can do some dance moves this is Supposedly, the child star who did some stuff when she was a kid, but no longer does that stuff, and like mm-hmm. all of it, most of it is lies, except for the good singers where it's all true, and it's yeah. So they, then, based on that, they just go, "Yeah, you it's probably not you," and then they <laughs> then they get the uh, then of course they have to do the let's let's hear your voice and see if they can sing, which has the most. Like I know that the, the whole delay in TV thing, you know, the whole suspense delay is kind of like they they feel like they have to do it, but boy, is it unnecessary here. There is so much like for starters, they 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 do a whole like 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 they shout, "Let's hear your voice" and get the crowd to sing it with them or whatever fake variant of crowd they've got right now, mm. and then uh, and then there's a big opening where the stage splits in two and the person walks out on stage a bit like stars in their eyes. Uh, and then they just blank face for like a minute <laughs> just standing there in <laughs> like in, in silence i mean it was their time <laughs> yeah exactly like the they just sort of blank blank face for a while whilst the what yeah, and then, then cuz they've got like celebrities doing like voiceovery things as well like giving their opinions and but it's all just open mic while she's just standing there in this suspense phase and then, and then the music starts, and it's still open mic, and she's still blank faces for about another thirty seconds while the intro of the music plays. And it's like, and you're just sitting there going, "Oh my god!"
2: The only thing, and then I they eventually sing. All that, all that, like build-up phase it would just be like super close-up shots of their neck. <laughs> like, look at the vocal cords. <laughs> See if they're preparing <laughs> to sing.
1: <laughs> uh, and then they actually do sing, but it's like I, I can't. I can't believe it because the bad singers are just they're not even funny bad I mean they are funny bad, but like they can't be really that bad. It's like this it's it it is literally cat screeching. Sort of
3: like,
1: like there is no tonality to it at all. I think even a normal person would attempt a tone. I mean
2: are they just intentionally actually being bad as well as like are they just like if you're not the one good singer you have to play it up by being extra bad. Probably,
1: yeah. I mean, in fairness, it is quite funny. I'll, get, I'll give the show some credit. When that, that happens, it is quite
0: funny. Apparently, the um, you know the Seinfeld um, uh, Answering Machine song or whatever? Uh, um, I don't even know the pop song that it's referencing. But anyway, apparently um, Jason Alexander, the guy who played George, he was actually a Broadway actor, so he could actually sing really well. So they had to... Like getting to do quite a lot of takes to be as bad as possible. <laughs> Believe it or not, George isn't at home. <laughs> it must be quite hard to sing badly if you actually know how to sing pro- properly.
1: Well, it's like, like when you ever see like a a pop star or something like that, and like, and they they do just break into something. They don't just like. Like you and I probably wouldn't just be all like, nah, 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 nah. no, 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 no. They they, they, just go straight, straight into,
3: no, nah, nah,
1: nah, 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 you know, like really giving it some. It's like they don't yeah. have that like, like, oh, I'm just going to casually, like, casually say something no. like, in, a, in a slightly toneful manner. No, it's just belt it. <laughs> yeah, immediate belting. Either that, or they're just smug on their talents, and it's just like, what well, if I sing at any point on camera? <laughs> I might as well go for it. It's It's got to be that. Otherwise, everyone's going to think, well, you can't sing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah, so then the other parts of the show are equally dumb, they'll do, like, a, here's a back... But, but you, like, they don't even, like, most of the other rounds, you don't even get to ask everyone the same thing, right? So it'll be like, oh, pick two people you want to hear more of their backstory, but it'll be them, but with a distorted version of their voice. Or... Uh here's the lip sync round where you can you can see them lip syncing to someone else singing well. Yeah. Except for the ones where the good singers where it is actually them, but they're still lip syncing to, to themselves,
0: which is really strange. <laughs> this is who came up with this concept for this show?
1: Apparently it's a, apparently it was a Korean show. Ah that, okay. that hit it. Yeah, big, okay. Which explains a lot that about the sort sense. of format. Yeah. You know that whole like Asian TV, there has to always be a panel? With and that reaction. panel is actually the focus of the show. It's all about it's a how, bit how they react, like that.
0: right? And then yeah. they put them picture in picture, so you can see how to react at all times. Right? Yep, hundred <laughs> percent that.
1: Do and I saw that another, another show, show.
0: Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they do do that on some shows. Like, mm. there's they, they did it. They did it here, and there's um, there's another one I sort of vaguely caught while we were channel hopping, um, which is a bit like imagine through the keyhole, right. <laughs> But actually, there's six the people pretending lives. to be the owner of the house.
0: Oh, Cause so M- they're all M-M-T-D trying Crips to say is this is, like is like this the, is my house. It's like the naughties through the keyhole, right? That's <laughs> super blown through out. Keyhole. Through keyhole. Who lives in a house? What? I, I, they should have done like Grossman for MTV Cribs. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> 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 <You> imagine that. <laughs> This is where Lloyd Grossman He was even sources. in a band, wasn't he? Lloyd was Grossman. He, yeah, I think he was in a band or something. Lloyd and, and then the Grossman. He, I just always think of the uh you know, the Vic Reeves version. <laughs> oh of course. It's clearly the best. Master That that might be one of my favourite sketches ever. The, the 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 Vic and Bob Master sketch Master Hovering salad fingers. Yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: with the just... as he hovered through the air the church bells were ringing. <laughs>
0: And Bob cooks a shoe. Shoe sure cake is sure cake. Shoe is shoe cake. These
1: laces look really realistic. <laughs> You're just a fake
0: cake maker, and I ain't got time for you. Anyway, we've <laughs> cogitated on the
1: results.
0: So, the six people that it, whose house it could be. And you have to guess. I think, was it six? No, it might have been four. Sorry, yeah, right. it
1: might have been four. But they're all, they're all there at the same time, and they're all bickering amongst themselves, like trying to convince, again, a panel of celebrities watching right. somewhere else. But this is their house. Um, these VTs. Yeah, this is their house. And it's like they're all giving excruciating backstories about what things are. And so it's what, like, like would I lie are. to you? But, it's, right. well, yeah. Cause yeah, and the whole show is just a, yeah, and but that's the whole like the whole half an hour or hour or however long this thing is, is just what they're watching these videos of these people having sort of arguments and talking about each other's terrible acting. And, and of course, like they're all acting to make it sound like the others are acting. It's weird. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. And <laughs> it's one like, come down with me, but bad. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: so and One of them was like, this is my house. Get out of my house. <laughs> yeah, get out of my house. <laughs> Still talking about all the weird shit that you supposedly don't do when you live in my house. <laughs>
1: And to make it even weirder, it's Stacey Dooley presented.
3: Oh, great, <laughs> <So> it's, just, <laughs> it's,
0: it's it's really odd. Man, I'm sorry, I've touched with. T- I've just not watched TV for years in that sense, Netflix and stuff, but not broadcast TV.
1: So I've only, only just caught it because it didn't go out of my way to see these dumbass things, but they were just there. And it's like I'm getting drawn into this crap, <laughs> and I know it, it, it. It's it's that sort of TV. You know it's
0: bad. Yeah, yeah, but, you just yeah, can't but look you, away. it's part of the appeal. The badness. I used to like come dine with me. I can't stand
1: it anymore. I think that's what—that's—that's that's an element of shame. I Do you hold those kind of clear. dinner
0: parties in for, for people no. in, in the switch? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Are you going no, to not, in, not, in greeting? Not three
1: people I don't know that expect me to cook. I mean, that's their first yeah. mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you're gonna have a bigger kitchen, right? I guess. Well, it's bit definitely bigger, right?
1: So it's not about the size of the kitchen; it's about the uh, size of my skill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you've got space to in- increase that skill if you wish. I guess they me. always
1: pick places where they have like a separate dining room as well on that show. So it's like, yeah. So they can so they can go to the kitchen and have and cook in private whilst everyone bitches. Yeah, yeah. You need your private bitching time. That's my um, mental health tip for this week.
0: Oh, yeah. need some of
1: those. You need, you need your private bitching time. Okay. In the kitchen. <laughs> TV has taught us anything. Perhaps in the
0: kitchen. Meanwhile, speaking, speaking point, of which, Zachary, Zach. <laughs> you got a kitchen bitching. No. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. Everything is, yeah, all all cool in the kitchen. Gave us a good couple of seconds of suspense there. I mean, I'm I'm in open plan now mode, so I'm in the kitchen right now.
1: Technically, does that does that not get annoying if you cook something and then your entire place smells of that
0: something? Yeah, probably. If um, yeah, you don't notice it, if it's everywhere, you just adapted. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know. Like, I, as much as I love bacon, the length of time that bacon smell hangs hmm. is a bit too long. I pr- yeah, I, I'm not actually a bacon lover. Almost everyone is um, who's a meat eater. But that's not the thing that um, I miss if I went vegetarian. Honestly, got to be nearly burnt. Yeah. Well, that's the, the one thing bacon. I've got is nearly burnt like, bacon. like huge, like I can open the floor like <laughs> <basically, laughs> to ceiling, like window slash door, basically the outside if I need to air out the flat. That's no problem. so it's just being winter would never be a problem. Um, but I know what you mean. It's got. I've got an extractor thing as well above the. Sure. Hood, but they don't yeah. really extract well enough. No, and it's got. I've got like mechanical ventilation, not not aircon, sadly. But I don't think anywhere in Britain has aircon, apart from hotels. Yeah, hotels do. If you can never figure out their stupid buttons. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I haven't cooked anything too smelly yet, so I don't know. Probably it will fish. permeate. The hanging fish smell, that's bad. Chicken soup. It? Gloria. Um, yeah, I don't think I've got any bitching. It's all, it's, all, it's all okay so far. But I have I am because I'm doing this... Levi's thing. I'm going to be working till eight PM, so I'm probably not going to have time to cook proper meals after that. Maybe I could cook them in the middle of the day. Yeah, you can. What eight PM start cooking?
2: Yeah. Rob doesn't eat until nine most of the time, so
0: <laughs> pretty much. Really? Is that your eating hour? No, I mean, I wouldn't say all
1: the time. We're quite variable, but
0: yeah, it's fine. Cook at eight. Yeah. We cook at, Yeah, we, we we eat at ten some days.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. When mm, you think about it, I mean, it's quite different to Zach. <laughs>
2: when you, when when do you eat five or something? Five to six, depending on when shit actually gets cooked, and also depending on if it's me doing any of it, because then I can get lazy <laughs> and let that drift later. Not as late as nine, though. No, if that's the trouble that I always have when I go to Rob's house, because then I die. <laughs> right. <laughs> <That's it. laughs>
0: that goes, right.
1: You've got to snack up, man. You know, what, you know what you're getting into <laughs> right at, house,
2: at, at house Kemp. Yeah, but then that fucks up the actual, you know, eating the pizza part of it. <laughs> <Shea Kemp. laughs>
0: so Shay Kemp is, is changing. It's is a, it's a it's Kemp is moving. This well, it's not a hundred percent confirmed,
1: <laughs> yeah. but but theoretically, this is the last podcast I was doing in this venue.
0: Wow, time for the new studio. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. We're going to be casting salads from whole new locations.
1: I mean, Quite I've left my are. mark. Yeah. There's, 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 it's, I left my mark and it rotted around, <laughs>
0: around
1: the <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, Actually start
0: ha- having to pack more things for realsies. Yeah. I've got to finish my my... move, actually. (laughs) Some of my stuff's still in the old flat because I'm still there until the 16th. Put my t-shirt collection in a bag this morning. Oh, yeah.
1: Did you look at any of them and think, I've
0: had that for 12 years, I should probably throw it out? Uh, There was at least one shirt (laughs) I saw that I've had since I was maybe 17. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You remember that one order of Think Geek that you had, Zach, that you basically wore in and out? Do you still have those? I don't think there any of those left. Yeah. I think they've got to have died by now. Yeah, I've, got, I've definitely got shirts from
1: maybe 2002. Have you got your, like, intact. this man's
0: had enough uh,
1: Oh, yeah, I've still got that. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got that. Yeah. You should probably throw that away. That's, it, that's, it, that's intact. <laughs> Still wearable. Actually, how old is this one? I'm wearing... Oh no, no, this one's not that old.
0: <laughs> oh, someone's flying I mean, a kite in the park. It's kind of cool. Okay, it's quite windy today. It is quite windy today, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Clothing styles. Yeah, I've got to make harsh decisions over the next
1: two weeks. By which which things do I actually pack up first?
0: Yeah.
2: I don't think those are harsh decisions. This is when it all has to get done eventually.
1: (laughs) It all has to get done eventually. But it's like if you're going to do it over time, it's like, wow, what might I I actually want to use in the next two weeks?
0: This kite looks like the squid um, attack drone things from the Matrix. (laughs) What are those called? Those
1: squid things? Sentinels. They're just called sent. yeah. You see that thing about um, bit of a tangent. You see that thing about like how the 4K version of the Matrix was all sort of regraded again to get rid of the weird, overly green look that the Matrix had in the sort of, oh, the really? sort of remastered versions.
0: But the green, the grading was all on purpose, didn't it? Change between the Matrix and the real world and stuff like that. Uh,
1: to an extent, yeah, but it was um, exaggerated when they did the HD remasters. Oh, they apparently.
0: overgreened the Matrix. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, and so they've dialed it back for the 4K um, okay. to get closer to what the original was. And it's That's like, good.
0: ah, good on you. Because yeah. it was quite green. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to go too far with that. But it was cool. The grading, and then they went even further in the second one because they made it super earth tones and stuff, didn't they, for the... Uh, uh, the human city, whatever it was called, mm. gritty Zion. Mm. Yeah, Zion. That's right. You mean the non-stop rave town?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: the rave town. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dumb.
1: Love those films, but still, non-stop rave town, rave town. You can do about that. Welcome to the fire festival, if it actually happened. <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's time for the news. Because nothing else interesting has been happening in the world. Yeah, but nothing has been happening in the news, I can (laughs) say.
2: It's not much of a move on.
1: (laughs) No. Uh, what, What did happen? Sony did a thing, it had some ratchet and clank in it. You've watched it, Dan.
0: Tell me about Ratchet & Clank. It looks like, a well, it looks next generation. I think that is, I I mean, you can see it if you look at that Astro's Playroom and stuff, which I did play a bit of it, but, you know, I guess it's, what is it that makes something look next gen these days, right, compared to PS4 and stuff? I guess it's just like the amount of draw distance and stuff. Uh, and the loading, the fact that you can just, you know, go through a dimension to the next thing instantly. I guess that's it. But whatever the technical stuff added up, it kind of feels next-gen, even if it's just a platform game. Uh, but it looked fun. Uh, and the tear kind of mechanic looked quite a lot cooler than the, uh, the kind of equivalent in, um, you know, Bioshock Infinite or whatever. Um Oh sure, but like,
1: the, the, was that? Was that? I think that wasn't really a gameplay mechanic. This is what, in Bioshock,
0: um, wasn't it? I don't really remember could that. You teleport around? Least, around
2: well, it you could in the combat arenas? There was like specific things you could toggle, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You could toggle some bring cover things toggle, into, toggle into reality.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, this, well, is, this is a bit like that, isn't it? Because it's like grapple mm, points, effectively. Basically, grapple points, but they did
1: look really cool. Um... Yeah, the effect's weird, isn't it? Cause it's, it's weird. Because it's like you're actually standing in place and you pull the thing towards yeah, you. you pull the world towards you and then, yeah. Yeah, like, and, then, and then suddenly you're on And it. then you're there,
0: yeah. It's a bit like teleporting in. I mean, it looks really cool, but it's a bit like just teleporting in VR games, isn't it? Where you're like suddenly there. Um, Which creates a slightly weird problem because if
1: you were standing in one place and then you pulled the tear over there,
0: shouldn't the tear be there when you turn around and look back at it? I know, it's it's weird. It works, though. And uh, the, the city level look cool. And, like, I'm not a Ratchet & Clank aficionado, but, you know, the characters seem charming enough, including the new one. Um, what's her name? Wrench or something. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what's her name?
1: The, the, la- the Lady Yeah, Lombax. the Lady I don't know. One. They didn't tell us who that was in the reveal. So she's got... So I don't know if they given name. her a name. Has she got a name now? Yeah, she's got a name. Uh, um, she, is she a Wombax? Sort of yeah. a Lombax? <laughs> uh... Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it looked cool. Tracy. (laughs) It's just Tracy. Something mundane.
0: Well, it's some kind of you know tool like um, like ratchet, right? Delia. I can't remember.
3: Rivet. Her name's Rivet.
1: Rivet. Mm, Okay, maybe. It's not. (laughs) Not especially it doesn't have to be a feminine sounding name and all that in this modern no. era, but still,
0: yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, so I think it's it definitely does that mean there's another clank, what would Clank's other name be? Well, that's the thing, I think she's she's got Clank and, and uh, Ratchet's separated from Clank and it's trying to um, get back, but there must be a clank in this other universe.
1: It's like, so if it's right, Ratchet and yeah. Clank, there must be another one, it must be like Rivet and. <laughs> Frush. it's going to be her arm that's the spoiler <laughs> bionic commando style yeah
2: exactly she's glad but then he, he had to be turned into her arm
0: right <laughs> winter soldier um <laughs> that and there was a sequence that they were flying through the level pretty fast on the back of a as a beetle that was fast uh Speedle or something. (laughs) Oh, okay, Uh, yeah, they briefly showed that um, before. That was, you know, I don't know, I mean, there are sequences like that in PS4 games, obviously, like um, a Naughty Dog game or something like that, but it's very linear. I don't know how linear this was, but like... Probably barely. You know, it it was loading a lot of level very fast. (laughs) Which is cool.
1: Let me tell you about a little game called Sonic the Hedgehog
0: and travelling <laughs> very fast, loading a lot of levels. Well, <laughs> not, yeah, I don't know. I suppose I haven't played Sonic Forces or whatever, but they're basically just tubes, aren't they, those levels or whatever? I, don't I mean, kind of,
1: yeah, but that's not, that's not the best example. <laughs> that's not, not the one I would have picked. As, yeah, more
0: yeah. than PS5. Maybe. No, no, definitely yeah, not. Was, anyway, yeah, um, I was, well, I was... I was going to say I was impressed, but I was like, "That's kind of what I expected from a PS5 game," uh, and they seem to be delivering. So, and it looked quite fun to play. So, um, overall, looks good. I mean, obviously, this is, we're talking about a seventy-pound game, I imagine. So, when you come mm. to actually decide to buy it, you might have to you might have to think. But look, fun. Yeah,
1: the highest price I've seen so far for a, I guess what you'd call this generation game is Resident Evil Seven. Which is on Steam at sixty five. Like for there's yeah. no lower denomination of that. It's not that's not like a special edition or anything. It's like no, no, the base game is sixty five.
0: Yeah, and it's like that's yeah, that's kind of a new high, I think, from what I've seen. For like base I know games. it's been climbing, and obviously there's inflation, so it was inevitable that it would climb anyway. But surely at a certain point, like kids can't buy the games, right? Yeah, what? what... And that's that's always been the balance, but yeah. The, yeah, they say, especially with
1: AAAs, they now say it's like, hey, well, these are, tend to be targeted at adult audiences now. Yeah, and yeah. also these, they cost way more than they ever used to to make. So
0: well, I guess I like, re- that's the thing, isn't it? Because like Resident Evil or, or like, I don't know, Red Dead or something. It's like, yeah, that's an adult's game charged. Yeah. And then it's a massive investment to make. So, yeah charge more than you would for like a, a movie or something you know because there's so much more entertainment value there but then a kids game...
1: yeah true i mean i don't 100 percent buy that argument you know the whole like oh we need to raise the price because they cost so much more to make now than they used to and it's like well no, yeah. the industry is also so much bigger than it was before yeah you know, the, and they the, already
2: the, even back when they were cheaper they already made ridiculous amounts of profit anyway absolutely yeah true. and i don't think the cost to make them proportionally has gone up nearly as much
1: <laughs> you see i'm not so I, I i do believe that the cost has increased like mm. i i I buy that part of it like mm. um, simply because hey the amount of detail that needs to go into every individual asset is now so much higher but the tools are a lot better Let's yeah. not forget that like half the stuff you build is probably speed tree. <laughs> yeah. Half the time or some other tool to just make it for you and uh, uh especially in the sort of like I don't know I get the half the problem with a lot of like realistic looking AAA games is they all kind of look the same and it's kind of the world that epic yeah. is leading you down isn't it with all their like hey use this use these cinema assets that oh yeah are probably in that a that massive unreal.
2: repository somewhere I mean, you know you already we're, we're, Basically talked about that in terms of the engines. Now it's just becoming the assets as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: I mean, you could see that in that ratchet and clank demo, just the amount of detail and stuff. And it's like that is really impressive, and it looks really cool. And it looks, but like you know, you could just buy a bunch of indie games and have a load of fun, couldn't you? I mean, oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's the, that's yeah, the yeah. choice you've got as a consumer, right? You could pay seventy pounds for this amazing looking uh, thing, or and or get a load of fun with much more cheaply produced games, right?
1: Sure. Well, yeah, the video game the triple A video game industry especially is wants that. Um they want to be like Marvel films, right? They want that yeah, level of yeah. fidelity. Yeah, they that's want what they that want. level of yeah. and that'll attract the crowd that's interested in that. Which is in fairness where the you could argue the bulk of the money is, right? The bulk of the money are in people that go to the cinema for bash button,
0: <laughs> but I but <laughs> the, the they're not. I guess even though they charge quite a bit to go and see Infinity War, it's not prohibitive, is it? Like in no, no, no. Like no. You, you I mean, the, those tickets are still
1: expensive? But yeah, like they would take the the any normal person should should have a little bit of a think when you're spending seventy pounds on a bit yeah. of entertainment. Presumably, yeah,
0: yeah. Because I wonder if that will cause some, I mean, it's already happened, you know, in this generation, but this, oh, sorry, the PS4 um, generation or whatever. But like, they're going to be some big flops, right? Because the oh, big yeah. the big winners will win big, like your, your Grand Theft Autos, and then something that's aiming close and then gets, you know, seventy eighties 80s uh, on Metacritic is going to just tank and mm. lose a bunch of money. And if we're being perfectly
1: honest, I the ratio I would say of AAA games that come out and do something actually a hundred percent like well you know sort of like innovative in the way that they used to,
0: yeah, is
1: it's very dropping. low now. Yeah,
0: It's really dropping. You have to have a lot right. of confidence to to innovate in in that space. I mean, you can say, I mean, it depends what you mean. Like technically innovate, like this. With the speed of the loading and everything, that's enabled sure. by the platform, and that is a progress. And there's not that much risk in utilizing that stuff, right? <laughs> that's obviously going to be good. Uh, but other risks, right, in, in gameplay and stuff, and, and
1: yeah, and stuff you don't, you don't see. You, you don't see too many like you know your big name experiments anymore. Um,
0: I mean, the closest and you probably get for is good reason. Like, uh, yeah. Death Stranding, right? And that didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even that, like, it didn't have the budget of something like Metal Gear Solid 5, but probably for the best.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can understand it, right? You spend your money on your, sure, on your your safe bets, I guess. As a business, that's what you do. If there's easy money to be made, you make it. Um, But still. It's like you know you're not really seeing. You're spending all that money and you're getting a very nice looking experience, but it's not always, not always, or I would actually say fairly rarely, the most fulfilling gameplay experience. Like you know, it's how I, kind of how I felt about control. You know, that's a big budget game. Um, maybe not the biggest of budgets of games. It's you know, it Remedy really doesn't control that much power, but it got a lot of acclaim. And I'm like, gameplay wise, it's all right.
3: Hmm.
2: I was thinking about this earlier, in fact, where I was thinking about how, like, particularly Jim Sterling, for example, or, Triple or I... <laughs> um, the A like, moniker, I've, it's always like you have to, I mean, <laughs> obviously the idea is that, like, that's one, A is meant to be, like, you know, like, um financial, it's the equivalent to the financial system, right? Like, the sure. like the loan grading. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Moody's under. or whatever, yeah. But, like, you need you need another, because sometimes we'll call things B tier, but I think, mm. like, what you actually need is almost, like, because, like, B tier isn't the same as double A, <laughs> right? Mm, no. Yeah. So like, what you I, actually I, I need like... is, you actually need, like, Uh, you need to have the B tiers inserted between the A tiers, so you need like triple A and then triple B, (laughs) which is what we're talking about, where it's like, it's a hella, like, super expensive game to make, but it just turns out kind of average. (laughs) Mm.
1: But yeah, I think you're right, and I think that's what, as I say, the majority of games end up being these days, they're sort of triple Bs.
0: (laughs) That's certainly what control is, right? Yeah, well... mm, That might be double B. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, okay, double B, yeah. I don't think I don't think
1: Remedy has ever managed to particularly get the budget that they might actually want, but maybe that's okay. Maybe that's the the realm they work in. Um, but then you've got studios like I don't know, like Ninja Theory, that you might even just call them B to A, you know, just single mm. B to single A. Yeah, because they don't they they are fairly small teams normally on those games, and they they are normally for the most part pretty
2: damn great, you know, for, for that budget. I mean, it's a it's a... A stupid. It's like you're going back to ranking everything on a scale. <laughs> but, but like the fact that you just that everyone just AAA has become like its own thing, regardless of the fact that mm. it's kind of meant to be part of a scale.
1: <laughs> there is like a there is like a delineation there, isn't it? That does feel like Indian. Some number of letters. <laughs> there is a boundary, isn't there? That does still feel like there's a boundary. Yeah.
0: What? Where does Nintendo stand in all of this, though? Well, that's the problem. As usual, like,
2: Nintendo are kind of the outlier. Yeah, <laughs> to, to any idea. Like if you're thinking about Breath of the Wild or whatever, and you'd want to say it was AAA, but it's clearly not. In terms of like, I mm.
3: see. I'd, I'd put
1: it in AAA category because it's. But that's not in terms of like, hey, like assets or engine or anything like that. That is. That is. That is. A, that's the measure of. There's a different measure of quality, I think, in a game like *Prey for the Wild, right, where it's like everything is, uh, it's been QI, QA'd to all hell, right, which
0: you can't say about every AAA game. Yeah, I mean, like, like that is,
2: They, spent, I guess they just spent the
0: same you... amount of
1: money, just differently. Do you
0: think that the constraints of the Switch as essentially a mobile device actually helped, right, set the boundaries of what was possible and therefore, I mean, actually I, helped because imagine. I, mean, if you I think Nintendo making, thrived on that for years,
1: right? They thrived Breath on that whole restrictions drive yeah. creativity thing,
0: exactly. Because if imagine if you were trying to make Breath of the Wild for, well, now for for Series X or PS Five, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, even Nintendo would struggle to finance the amount of detail that would be required to do that, right? But that's what I mean. They wouldn't have to. They stylize to get yeah, around but, to those but, restrictions right
1: You're like you've seen yeah. Breath of the Wild run at 4K through New. it's like yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. a I great Yeah yeah I mean but it's still a great
0: looking thing Yeah oh it's an amazing looking game but I mean that it was necessary to make that run on the switch whereas if you took away those um restraints you know and when you You're could have up with Star Fox Adventures <laughs> Yeah I mean you know cuz cause, <laughs> cause, you know Rockstar can make Red Dead 2 run on a run, run on PS4 and it's like I, I don't know. I mean, some... You, you bits... don't know if
1: Nintendo have the technical chops to get... No, it's not that they couldn't. On. It's
0: just like, I don't know if that would actually be beneficial to necessarily, or I don't know. I don't know. Or, we don't, or It's don't a style if... thing, isn't it? There's is, yeah. a whole
1: different style of game and
0: how it's yeah. presented that means that that sort of... But does that mean that no one no one else can make Breath of the Wild or something like that? Because they're in a unique No, because people are definitely trying. Oh right, yeah, 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 but that's just ripping off. That's different. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. What I'm trying no, to argue.
1: I. I mean, I'm. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's a barrier. I think that's maybe maybe not. But maybe it is. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe because the safe bet isn't so safe. If you tried to make a. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe if you tried to make a Breath of the Wild in that visual style for PS5. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Would it not work because everyone goes? Well, this looks like a. This doesn't look triple I.
0: Yeah, where's my money gone? <laughs> it's gone on on making the beautiful, amazing gameplay and and QAing it to all hell, as that as Zach said, and all of the other stuff that makes that game probably the best game.
2: Yeah, mm. but people, right? <laughs> so now we've run into, into another come... another like. Version of the AAA scale where it's actually scaled to what console it's on as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying so.
1: So what we should say is AAA for Switch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's
2: going to happen. Good, good, old, um, good old grading scales are becoming unnecessarily complicated. It's the classic. <laughs> we, we moved away from it for a while, but now we've got to bring it back, apparently. Going back
0: to my tangent to my slight Apple fanboy-ness, but did you see they put that M1 chip into the iPad? Oh, no, I didn't. Insane. That I mean, because now we talk about the Switch or whatever, but like the graphics power on a mobile device is going to get ridiculous. Like... That's like a full desktop-class chip. They, they, in fact, they, they made an announcement where they announced new desktop iMacs with that chip, and then they had iPads with the exact same chip, with the same power. With the same power? So they're not even having to No, well, the, the same power. chip. No, well, but like... Yeah. Do so okay. you know what I mean? Like pro- to, to make the battery life work. <laughs> pro- probably it's throttled more. I mean, that was the difference between the MacBook Air, which is... Um, passively cooled, and the MacBook Pro small one, which is has a fan, right? It can. It's the same right. chip, but it's because it's actively. They, cooled. They have it, to scale it back. Yeah. It, it can well. It can run for longer periods without throttling. Um, uh, so obviously, the I'm sure the thermal performance of the iPad is probably slightly worse than the 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 passively cooled laptop.
1: Depends how much they care. But if it was anything like what they, how Apple treated the iPad three, which you
0: know, <laughs> got hot. Yeah, that thing I, got I'm hot. Not quite sure. <laughs> but it's stupid. Like it's got a Thunderbolt port, so you can just plug in a six K monitor and run that from your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. So who knows what that will mean in a few years for, mo- you know, mobile gaming devices? Because the graphics power on that is not bad, right? Um, you can run Rise of the Tomb Raider at a good. Sort of forty frames per second on that passively cooled uh, a MacBook. So uh, yeah, we'll see what it means. I mean, that's all right.
1: You, you know, yeah, uh, it's not great, but uh, that's, that's not that's not brilliant. But then you know, I think I think you can. There are laptops out there that would do that at sixty
0: easily now, but
3: mm, mm.
0: yeah, but they're like. I mean it's true, uh, but it's like a general computing chip, and it definitely outperform a switch. I would say. Oh well, yeah, no question. Yeah. But I mean the quite the stuff the stuff
1: out there that could outperform a switch pretty much when the switch launched. Yeah, that's true. It that's wasn't true. it wasn't built to use the like a grand's worth of no, no graphics hardware in there because a console a handheld console at a grand is a bit of a hard sell. Yeah, it definitely is. Especially when you might think that you know a Series X or a PS5 is a hard sell at their price points, but
0: I mean, no one can even buy them. <laughs> anyway, action <and> clank. Um, <laughs> what else is in the news? Pokemon Snap is out. I saw. And looks looks like a faithful faithful game, but 15 hours or something of content, which is pretty good. That's way better than I was expecting. Yeah. I think they probably knew, right, that that was exactly what everyone would be asking. It's like, well, that's fine, but how much of it is there? Because the original one was pretty short.
1: But It still feels. So yeah, that was going to be my next question: Is it still a sixty quid game or whatever? But like, that's uh, that's okay. I could. That's not too bad. I've definitely paid. If we're talking about the whole amount of money you would spend on a video game thing, it's like, yeah, the amount of money I spent on the original Gears of War games, and they're like eight-hour campaigns.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I guess, technically not 100% Nintendo, so there might be a chance of giving some discount.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's some leaks about Battlefield. 6, I guess, but maybe it's just called Battlefield. Uh, We're in
1: a weird place with Battlefield, because Zack's the one that would care the most, Mm. but he's also the one that has the
2: least capable machine for a Battlefield
0: game. Right, yeah. (laughs) yeah.
2: Although, you know, that engine has been pretty decent at scaling all along. Yeah. But not decent enough at this point, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not right now. (laughs) My PC really is is at this point. (laughs) It it is creaking.
0: Have you got a plan, Zack, for your PC?
2: well as i've said a couple of times over the year or two that this has been a situation that's been ongoing it's just like the prices have never got better or like one part of it has got better as another part has gone up <laughs> are, like, you, are yeah. you stuck in
0: the graphics card problem surely you, you don't need a, a new graphics card though you could get one hand like secondhand that'll be for a lot well worse than your current one
2: yeah but look, look like i don't want, like to do that really like every time i Got a PC which is two times I just mm. buy a really good mm. PC and then it lasts forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean problem. admittedly
2: the graphics card has been the one thing that's been upgraded every time, but still mm. wanted to last a fair while.
0: <laughs> I mean nowadays it's like they're no more hard discs, right? You'd be looking at SSDs and um
1: stuff like that. Yeah, and SSDs aren't they're not all that expensive now anyway. No. For you know, regular SSDs will get you by you don't need to go M2 um, you know you should go M2 if yeah. you can or whatever these other, you know whatever the I chips mean, are is, called these is maybe, MDME and all that, that stuff that is maybe
2: but. one of the components that has actually become a reasonable price <laughs> during yeah. this time, all the time yeah. all the other components have not become reasonable prices
1: <laughs> so, I mean I'm, I'm tempted to start looking myself honestly not for graphicsy stuff because you can't right now But I I actually do think I stress my CPU enough these days, especially on the audio side when I'm working on music and stuff. As we've uh, discussed
2: before, CPUs have just become the problem where it's just like, it's just, it's no longer a curve really. It's just like, it's, or at least maybe they just haven't come up with a good way of marketing CPU improvements any longer because the numbers don't come up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, but it's all like AMD for gaming, isn't it now? Or is it
1: Ryzen? Yeah ryzens um that seems to be the um bang for buck sweet spot ryzens and thread rippers
0: yeah but thread rippers is not necessary unless you're really well, streaming no <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are they are very good chips and they're also not cheap but no. yeah, but they are way up there in terms yeah. of power it's a weird world but yeah I might be re- I might be reaching the point where even for me the CPU is a bit limited. Um, RAM's never been an issue. I've always had far too much RAM. I made that mistake. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh, because well, how much do you get? Do you get thirty-two? Mean, I've got oh, thirty-two,
1: no. and I've never I've never stressed that. No, thirty-two is a lot. It's... it's not. It's not like many apps really take advantage of it, even if you've got it. Like I thought, like having that much would be helpful for things like the video editing and things mm. inside for. For the site and things, and it's just a—it's uh, never, never really used, and that, that surprised me. Like things prefer to do hard disk and proxy caching, and it's like I've got all this RAM, just, just use it.
0: Oh well, one day new systems will come, new integrated boards, <laughs> probably systems on chip. It looks like the AMD one. They've started manufacturing the next the the, the the faster Mac, the Apple chip. So that'll be later this year the 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 Mac that I would actually want to get from work will come out. M M2. two the M M2. two, yeah, exactly. What did you say, Zach? Starfield is meant to come out this year.
2: <laughs> That's what a <I'm> rumour <laughs> has suggested. Which I mean I guess technically it's been like you know, two or three years since they even announced that. And obviously they would have been thinking about it before then. But it was such a nothing announcement when they did announce it. It was just like, well, this obviously isn't going to come out forever. <laughs> but then again, it was like the next in line. Because yeah. you, you knew that Elder Scrolls 6 wasn't going to be next. It was going to be Fallout 76 and then Starfield and then Elder Scrolls.
1: <laughs> out of the um, core Bethesda teams anyway.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, well, you have to assume that we're at least going to see it at E3 where, in whatever state it's in. <laughs> I mean, you'd, yeah, you'd have to hope at this point. Well, because Microsoft will want to show it, right? Because now that they've got Bethesda, they'll be like, oh, we can show this at the Microsoft stage. Mm. But
1: then Microsoft, would like because they own all of Bethesda, there's quite a lot they can pull on there, right? There's... Uh... <laughs> Well, it let's just hope we don't get like Skyrim again <laughs> on the Xbox Series X. <laughs> God. The remastered again edition. Why would you need to, though? Presumably they'd just make the the cu- the last remaster run at 4K and then you'd be all right, which it might already do <laughs> on a One X, you know?
2: Yes, you could do that, but then what if you want to market it better by making it seem like it's a new even more better improvement?
1: I I don't know that Microsoft would do that if they have control of
2: their FESDA like that now. I mean, I could totally It's not really Microsoft style. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely see them putting Skyrim out for the system specifically, like not maybe not. Maybe it is just the same thing but just like released in a Series X box. <laughs> Well, not even a box, been. because boxes don't even exist any longer, but you know what I mean. It's probably already on Game Pass. Maybe. I don't know what the situation about putting all the Fez and stuff in the Game Pass has been. Some stuff turned up. Yeah. Some stuff definitely definitely um, made an appearance. But yeah, presumably, really looked- presumably, regardless of Anything they'll at least want to say what Bethesda is working on at their E3, <laughs> even if it's not for Starfield, even if it's something completely different. They will need to be like, "Look at what our investment has <laughs> got us so far." <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's more important.
3: Rage three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that all we got? Yeah, is. Resident Evil 7's about to come out, and
0: Returnal came out, and that's about it, really. But let's focus on what we have been playing. What have you been playing, Rob? Me? The last Earl of Jovian
1: Way.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the final <laughs> Earl. <laughs> Probably right to say where I live now. <laughs> <laughs> Since you, you ever be. live because
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your yeah. new place doesn't have like street names named after planets. No, it
1: doesn't. It does not. It is not based on a, uh, a theme. yeah, a solar system theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit more boring than that. Um. Bye, Joe. Yeah, so where's yeah where to, where to begin this week? I think I'm going to begin with Genesis Noir, which I mentioned a little while back, uh, which is that sort of jazzy cosmic adventure, um, sort of point sort of almost a point and click adventure game, but presented in such a unique, funky animation style um, that it's it's kind of hard to ignore. Um, Yes, yeah, so and I ended up playing that all the way through with Gnome, um, uh, which was interesting because you know she she got into the style of it and was like, like like yeah let's do this. So so we ended up playing that together, which is a rarity. Oh, cool. Um, and also because it's like point and click, it's not too too difficult, like mechanically, to really grasp. Although I, I, I say it's not too difficult mechanically. Oh my god, some of the, like a good portion of that game is properly abstract. Like, I, we look back on it after finishing it, and are just like, "Okay, so what the hell was going on?" Right. <laughs> it's um, I'm try I've been I've been trying, racking my brains, trying to think of the best way to really like explain what Genesis Noir really is, because I don't think I did a decent job of it last time. It's like um, uh, it's weird. It's like you're stuck in that. Your your character, a watchmaker, um. Uh, it seems to have got got himself stuck in a situation where uh his lover miss mass is being shot by a jealous lover called golden boy uh who is also part of miss mass's band and uh you you seem to you walk in and uh the the, the gunshot is in progress there's the <laughs> the big bang as it's referred to uh and then you figure out you can sort of Interact with that and start make make a black hole start appearing that will, and, and, you know, could stop the big bang and thus save your save your lover, which of course all ends up to be being a cosmic metaphor of how time and ma- how mass is kind of the victim of creation and time or something. It's, it's weird, and then like she so then starts seeing like moments in time in terms of like the galaxy and all the cosmos's creation and. Where it might go and where humanity might go, uh, meeting people along the way, and a desperate attempt to build a black hole to save your lover. <laughs> you mean?
0: Right. Oh my goodness! That's, yeah, yeah, out there.
1: That's the gen, and that's the general theme. But like, how it's presented is like, is, is like none of that's really with words at any point. You get these odd little, um, like at the start of some sections, you'll get like a little um, blurb that will be some. Poetic way of describing what part of time you might be looking at, or what part of uh, the, the galaxy's genesis, I suppose, that you're looking at, and, uh, um, uh, and an occasional description of things you look at. For instance, you might you might find some some stuff here and there, but it's generally pretty narratively, like visually narratively driven, um, uh, which is its strength. It is it is hugely stylized. It is, it's um, the animation is incredible in places um, and just so bonkers and out there and bizarre. And it's, it's just the way even little things like there's a um, the bit in the demo. Um, there's a your where you meet the musician has a um, like it's a classic call and response se- that sequence sequence um, to represent improvised jazz
3: hmm.
1: um, where he plays a bit and then you play it back. But it's presented in like these these. Like jaunty squares that are just on the screen that look like the intro for something, or a little bit like how you know the cowboy bebop layout kind of happens oh, with like the very okay. squares about and things like that. But the like whole thing Mondrian is in black, and white, and yellow. Me. Yeah, a little bit like that, but kind of a bit more jaunty, and you're like picking. You know the boxes to do that, and they're all sort of animating and squidging around. And then that happens, and then there's a little solo, and then and then it turns into a toy for a while, where you're basically painting windows of a cityscape in the sky. But as you're doing it, it's playing jazz, and <laughs> and it's like there are there there are things like there, there's a lot of stuff like that littered around, and it's like it's this is really cool. This is kind of fun. I don't care that it's not really a game. It's just just fun to do, um, and I wish there was more of that high is where I say there's a lot there's a lot of places where the pacing takes a real dive and you're wandering around not quite sure what you're supposed to be doing. Um which isn't very that doesn't happen very often, but there are places where it's perhaps a little trickier to do what I think the game is asking you to do. And there are some puzzles styles that are really quite baffling in places. Um where it's just like I'm not entirely sure what's going on here, but I think I've figured out what it wants me to do each time. And then makes you do it several times. Um And then there are some elements that are just like super mundane and it makes you do for far too long. Um which is a bit of a shame. But those aren't there aren't very many there'sn't much of that. You know, you're most of the time just being swept along you know, with swells of saxophone and uh maybe a warp of a, a warp of the visuals every now and then or some constellation of stars winking at you it's, <laughs> it's 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 a weird and wonderful experience but like you don't don't expect to understand it and um i would say the last act of the game is uh, weirdly contrasty to the rest of it like it t- it t- it does take a bit of a sudden turn and uh right. uh introduces a few new things in, and in the a, music style so, changes a little bit and it's it's a little jarring a and internet.
0: Right. Well it's kind of, it's
1: it's it's kinda of cool. And I think on in on reflection I sort of understand what it was trying to do, maybe, but it's but it's a bit weird. <laughs> it sort of comes out of nowhere to some degree and you're like, What okay, what's going on? Why am I doing this now? Hmm. Like uh, Okay this is this is the, the entire game has kind of been all the style of the game has kind of been turned around. Um I I enjoyed it. It's one of the weirdest things I've played for a while. It's it's pretty cool. You should check it out. But uh, uh yeah, as I say, I wouldn't say I understand it. I I want I would want I would like to have seen I almost want them to have focused more on just the down to earth noir story of like of the love triangle because there is a right. backstory to it there is a there is a little you get little vignettes here and there of or um of the watchmaker having a bit of a flashback and these are there's a visual style to those as well so you know when you're having one of these sort of like memory sequences and that's uh i kind of want to know more about that and just to have it have it zoned more into the classic noir i think than go all cosmic right. it went a um, bit free jazz yeah yeah maybe maybe it's a bit too free jazz <laughs> um but it is cool it's definitely worth checking out um uh and I, I hope they they are aware that there are some problems with it and so i hope that gets patched soon because we did run into a number of glitches um there were a couple of moments where the controls basically didn't work they stopped working so we could point move the there was one point where we could move the cursor around but it wouldn't do anything um, that was easily remedied by just going to the pause menu and coming out, and then it worked again. Um, there was one moment where the on-screen cursor just disappeared completely, um, and we had to restart the game for that in order to be able to get control again. Um, there was certain, there was one section where the geometry messed up, and it kind of it rendered totally wrong, and we then we kind of clipped to where we needed to be, which was actually quite helpful. But all right. <laughs> <laughs> convenient <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh we seem to be in the right place now. That's nice. <laughs> um um yeah, I don't think those are intentional. Um hard to tell sometimes in a game like that. um So yeah, it's not it's not a perfect construction, but man, I want to see what they do next. Um this was developed by feral cat den, and I think this is their first major project. So Oh uh, cool. Um yeah, kudos to them. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, 100%. There's um, uh, I think it was on Polygon or The Verge or somewhere where they were talking about how they had to. This was built in Unreal Engine, and how they were like they were pretty inexperienced at doing it. And but even 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 without their experience, like bending Unreal Engine to do what they were they wanted to do with it, proved quite difficult at times. Right. If we want to talk about engines, here we go. Like making a. A stylized game in a graphics engine that's probably geared up primarily so, for realistic-looking things. Yeah, realistic-looking stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, quite a challenge, apparently. Um, most of the animation was done in Flash. Like, Flash is still apparently a thing.
0: <laughs> and then, how was it exported into the game, then? or
1: Yeah, that was one of their problems. They had to... Oh, like okay. build custom. Tools Were they just familiar with animating
0: it? in Flash? Just like I think so.
1: yeah. to do.
2: Well, I right? mean, presumably you like you could still use Flash just for frame interpolation, really, and then just yeah, like tweening. export the animation into a more useful program.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even say there's much in the way of like frame interpolation in use here, though, because it's got that kind of hand-drawn look to it. There's not really like that. You know, what, <laughs> tweening in Flash has
2: a very specific look to it, right? <laughs> mm, well. I mean yes in the traditional way mm. but maybe yeah maybe that's just the easy way that we saw in Flash animations. and not like the real way that <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe not work. the pro way <laughs> yeah you might be right
1: still pretty cool it's um it's it's madness um but as we were talking about in the AAA section I I I enjoy a bit of madness I would like to see more madness be more mad so that's now let's talk about the uh the, the entire flip side of that from mad indie title to utter middle of the road triple i with um outriders triple b, triple b, <laughs> triple, uh, triple b this, maybe this is a triple b
3: yeah triple b um,
1: outriders so i've been playing outriders yeah why um, <laughs> oh wait
2: i know why <laughs> I you know that question, you know why? I know why. <laughs> why? Because it was Pass. free! <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I'm fucking
0: Game Pass.
1: Because <laughs> why not? I thought, hey, it's a new release. I can then play right now and then make it will make podcast content. Because <laughs> I'm so dedicated to the cause, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah outriders well there was a little bit more to it than that like not not just that it's on game pass like it's it's by people can fly um i have a bit of a fun i have a bit of a fondness for them yeah the bullet storm guys um i i think i think they're a talented developer so like their take on a loot shooter um could have been interesting um isn't but let's but let's let's start with the obvious outriders <laughs> hasn't had a had a brilliant uh release um there's a lot of news about uh, and there's a lot of stories you can read about how it's not gone massively well technically and i can't really contest that um my experience i think has been better than a lot of the reports you'll hear out there i haven't had the connection issues that a lot of people have had because naturally it's a loot shooter in the sense that it's an always online game. So even if you're playing it solo, like I am, you're always online and you require a server connection. Um, and for some people, um, including the aforementioned Jim Sterling, that has meant they've basically not been able to play the game. Um, because the online services haven't worked for Mm. them. Um, I've had a pretty seamless experience myself, but, um, hey, buyer beware. Um, and it is the presentation does uh, it leaves a little bit to be desired in places. It's it's a bit all over the place. Like the opening video is is like uh, page tears all to hell. It's a little bit like the complaint when we were looking at Panzer Dragoon remake, right? It's like they can't look like it's a video. How how can, hmm. how is it page tearing on a video? Can you get that wrong? Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, and uh, yeah, there are there are errors in some of the cutscenes that aren't videos as well. Like lip syncing doesn't always work. Um, I've had a couple where facial animation is broken to all hell. <laughs> where it's like sometimes there's just been no facial animation, and other times it's made people look like they've got some sort of deformity, um, and then cuts back to a shot where they look perfectly fine. It's like it's odd. It's like there are moments where it's a weird looking thing. Um, and And the first few gameplay experiences I had were not smooth um i even mm. the, like one of the, one of the first things the game makes you do is do a little bit of v r training um and even in that that some of the enemies were doing that thing where they reached a um a chest high wall because this game plays a little bit like Gears of war um uh, yeah, they reach a reach chest high wall, and instead of like crouching behind it or getting stopped by it, they just suddenly ping up a few feet so they're stood on it. And it's like this was highlighted oh, in bright red in a VR environment, and it's like, okay. Uh. <laughs> so, not even the tutorial can get this right. Um, uh, and then the very first enemy I had to shoot was hovering several feet in the air as well, despite the fact that it was supposed to be a big lumbering beast charging me down. <laughs> it's like, okay, is this a side effect of it being an online game and maybe it's all server-hosted? And something went wrong there? I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, it was weird because I, the little bits of video I'd, I'd seen of it, there were some things that did look like the enemies were lagging in, like, that traditional way. It's, it's the classic, like, they keep running in a straight line, but then they just, like, uh, ping their back a Z bit. position just, like, adapts over geometry, so they just, like, ping up on top of a wall or whatever, which yeah. is just the kind of thing you'd see if you were lagging in a multiplayer game. But, like, it's single player and it's AI, so there shouldn't be any reason for their position to be reported on a server is there.
1: <laughs> no, I, I think you're I think you're hitting the nail on the head there. That's exactly what it looks like, and that's exactly what it feels like at times. Um and yeah, and I honestly have no idea why that stuff. And I mean, obviously that was like that's been the major complaint levied against this game. It's you can play the entire thing solo. I would even argue the story seems to be aimed at it being played solo. Um uh, and yet it's, yeah, it doesn't, it, you, can't, you can't, you have to be online. You can't, like, go offline yeah. and do it on your own. Right. When there's, there's, maybe no, this,
2: there's no reason for it. Maybe this game actually does what Crackdown 3 said it was doing. It has, like, <laughs> pointless calculations on the server. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> maybe the whole thing is driven by the cloud.
1: Um, so with all that out of the way, I've got a little more ranting to do. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't. So far, the story's not all that much. Like, imagine Borderlands in space, but in a different kind of no, suppose Borderlands is in space, isn't it? yeah. It's Borderlands, it but without but without the cell shading and without the comedy. And you, you kind of know what this is. It's a bit like Trigun, actually. The plot of Trigun. It's like the colony ship that goes somewhere else. Bad stuff happens.
2: Turns into the Wild West. That's that's and, um, like that's the backstory to many games, really. Yeah yeah it's practically the backstory to freelancers that we've just (laughs) made a video about.
1: it's kind of it it is pretty much that yeah but you're you were part of the outrider team which was supposedly you know the first team to come down and like try and scout out the planet but then things went immediately bad um and you kind of got the blame for it for some reason um there's this thing there's a storm called the anomaly that no one can really explain Uh, which locks everyone into this small part of the planet, because if you start going out of it, like, the rules of physics stop applying, and most people just disintegrate. But some people, including you, become altered, and have powers, and can thus do things, and hey, it becomes destiny. Um, uh, So, it's destiny. Just played from third person uh, with a uh, yeah with gears of war style feel to it um and it's all right actually as a shooter it's kind of fine it's actually kind of okay it's kind of it's fun the um i would i would argue that the the enemies have a little bit too much of a tendency to do that thing where they just kind of when the the enemies you need to worry about just kind of run straight at you Hmm. and there's not really much strategy to that they're just they're just coming for you um you backpedal as far as the game allows and (laughs) take them out as much as you can. Um, whereas the, the, all the sort of minions and the grunts are actually the guys taking cover and branching out and flanking. And it's, um, uh, uh, and, and it's, it's, so it's all right. You're, you're kept on your toes. You're having to move around. You can't do You can't do all of the fights just camped behind one bit of cover, kind of like gears of war kind of is some of the times. Well, actually most of the time, isn't it? Most of the time you just take cover and start potshotting everything until it's dead. (laughs) Um, uh, and so it doesn't really fall into that problem that often here. Um, well, it does. The problem it does fall into is, in terms of the gameplay design, is that it's very obviously designed to be played in co-op with many. With multiple people, because there are the battle arenas are often slightly awkwardly designed, or sometimes open enough where you really need to be kiting multiple enemies to multiple different human players, because there are just so many enemies. Right to control um, the crowd. Right. It, yeah, exactly. And and the uh, the health system is uh, it. Well, it uses the word leech to describe it. So you don't have a lot of health yourself, but pretty much every bit of damage you do is kind of a vampire effect. So in order to stay alive, you have to be aggressive. Um, As you do damage, you heal. Um, So, yeah, you've got to play aggressively. You've got to do this kind of thing. So, like, there are certain sections where it's been so overwhelming well i'm literally just sprinting around the battlefield trying to hurt people as i go hoping i don't take as much damage as i need to to just try and stay alive through the fight because i need to be hitting enough people and leeching enough as i go (laughs) whilst slowly whittling down the numbers that are also trying to charge me down and it's kind of madness it's like i think that would be less of a problem i mean it it feels like i'm cheesing it is what i mean it's like i'm not really fighting i'm just sort of going (laughs) through a battlefield hoping i stay alive um uh and so that 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 health system works to encourage aggressiveness but it it means that when you die it's often sudden and kind of like what the hell just happened i was on full health a second ago and now i'm on none like how did that happen because you don't have a lot of health and you need to be yeah it's uh so yes like it, but it's weird. You're supposed to be the last guy. And then it's a co-op game with multiple guys. Like, how does that, it, it, None of it really work, ties up. None of it really fits together. It's like, there's a good game in there somewhere. But as a result, it all kind of ends up feeling a little bit messy. I will say there are some decent ideas in here, though. Like, I like its um, idea of um, the world tier. So you as a player level up and the world levels with you, generally. Right, right. right. Um, Classic. Yeah, standard. Um, uh, But um, you can earn the right to increase the world tier, which makes things a bit trickier for you. Like it will up the the maximum range that enemies are ahead of you. So if you're level 15, for instance, and your world tier is six or seven, I forget where I am right now, enemies will be two or three levels higher than you. uh but the and so why would you do that? You're making the game harder. And it's like, no, exactly, you're making the game harder to suit you, but you're getting rewarded for it, because you can start wearing gear that's more levels that's that's so many levels above your cap. Um you can wear um uh, you the chances of loot dropping that's that's better increase the harder you make the game. Um And I kinda like the fact that that's that's all detached. Because it means you can get yourself in a situation where it's like, okay, like this is clearly too hard for me right now. I've not got the right setup, or because I'm playing on my own, I can't fight this in the way that I need to. I can just drop the world tier and make this fight easy. I'm not going to get decent loot out of it, but I can. I can tune it. I can at least get through this damn bit.
3: Mm, that's uh, kind of cool. And I don't
1: know. I, I think that's pretty interesting. I think it's like it rewards players for making it harder on themselves.
0: Momentarily, yeah,
1: yeah, or you know, making it easy. Like I leave it at the hardest setting most of the time, mm. and then, but and then if I struggle because it it's back, one of these fights, yeah. that's just a bit like, oh, I don't know, I don't think I can do this single. I don't think I can do this solo. Um, uh, yeah, I'll drop it back for a bit, just one level, because yeah, the the differences between levels do seem quite extreme. Like dropping it back just one is normally enough to make the fight piss easy. <laughs> Whereas one level up, it's like suddenly I'm really struggling. But there are like I think there's like twenty odd levels or something. Like there's a lot there's a large number of tiers. Um So you can but you have to you have to earn the right to make it harder. So it takes a little while. That's why I'm only on like six out of like twenty. But I kinda like the idea. It makes sense. You've still got difficulty levels in your multiplayer game. That's kind, of, that's kind of it. It's kind of all there is to say, really. Like I wish it was better made because there's something there. A Gears of War loot shooter can work. Um, the powers seem fine. You know, I'm playing as a pyromancer, so you know, which encourages the aggressive play. Um, but you can also be a tank, or you could be someone that can control time a little bit. Or how does that work? Uh, I think they just, you know, when I say time, I mean slow people
0: down. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Excuse me. Um Yeah, it's all, it's kind of all right. But not amazing. Definitely not amazing. It's got a lot of a lot of problems. Um I I would say the uh you know you were talking earlier about hey the the the, the next gen look and it's like this has got what I kind of associate in my head as what's the sort of the basic next gen look and that everything's definitely sharper. Mm. Um, than it would have been before, but I wouldn't say there's much in the way of a um a, a massive fidelity jump because of the problems in how faces look and um its inability to hold sixty frames per second all the time. Um, mm. Or it's like there are definitely things in it that look good, like some of the vistas look nice. Some of the lighting looks nice. So many vistas. It's got that sort of Dirt 5 thing, I guess, where it's using one of these modern lighting engines, which are, which looks great some of the times, but sometimes everything looks a bit flat. Hmm. And it's like in a sort of realistic way, but you look at it and think, this kind of looks rubbish right now. <laughs> but it's just how, how, how that sits. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I'll probably stick with it for a bit. Just because just I can solo it, I should probably see what it's like in multiplayer. <laughs> see if it's, um, see if it all clicks. Because you can match make, obviously, and right, join yeah. random crews. That's cool. Um, but I don't know how that affects like your progression through the story because it's got a fairly standard like here's the linear mainline story you can follow mm-hmm. and every now and then you'll stumble upon a side quest that will take you to different areas of the map and these these areas of the map tend to be like there's one side quest that's specifically for this part of the map um and some of the time you can't even go to that area unless you've got the side quest that will let you go there and it's like so how does all that work in what we play the, the, like who decides where we go
0: uh did, i mean i guess you have to play it to find out but what whether there's, mm. like focal like commands built in and stuff
1: yeah how does it handle the story elements how does it handle the cutscenes? how does it handle conversations how does the story make any sense when there's four of you and the story talks about you being the last
3: you know <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> yeah out so outriders
1: mm. cool Excuse me, yeah, just trying to sort my
0: throat out. Clearly yeah. too much. Ugh. Genesis, Noir, and Outriders. Yeah, the double B. The <laughs> double, double B. deuce.
1: Uh, so let's talk finally about what could be considered a uh, historic AAA game from back in the PlayStation 2 era that I've also been playing. Final Fantasy Twelve.
0: Uh, what? Because it's, it's the one I missed. Ah, okay. I uh, don't remember the Zodiac Age. what it's about. That one.
1: Right. Yeah. So the Zodiac Age is on Game Pass, obviously, um, where I get all my games. Um, and the Zodiac Age is the, basically the sort of remaster of it. Um, so they've oh, I would say it's a very light touch remaster, like. The UI and the text has clearly been like up and things. The game runs at 4K, I think. Or at least it looks decent enough. I can't really tell. Um uh and some of the I I would say some of the texture work has been redone, but the majority of it is pretty much like what it look how it looks on the PS2. So it's a bit it's a it's kind of a, a, a low effort remaster, <laughs> if you ask me. I think I think the majority of it has just had a sharpening filter passed over all the textures. So it's got this weird, like, like hard-edged look to it that's like I don't think is quite right. Hmm. I don't know if that's what that. I mean, um, Zach, you're probably more familiar with the uh, art style of *Evelise* than I am, thanks to it being the same location as *Final Fantasy Tactics*. Um, I don't know if it is the art style exactly, like
2: the races, obviously. (laughs) Sure. I don't know if it's. I guess it's sort of got a little bit of that semi-steampunkiness to it, kind of. Sort of, yeah, I'd say everyone's outfits have, like, got... It's It's
1: not really steampunk, but it's got that kind of metal curliness to it. Where it's like you get, like,
2: musket-esque guns and that kind of thing Mm. in in tactics, especially. But then alongside regular Final Fantasy Fantasy ass magic... (laughs)
1: Yeah, there's definitely guns here, but although I've not seen too many of those, but there's um, yeah, there's guns. There's there's airships that have weird magic helicopter blades, sort of like almost like drones. They fly a bit like drones, um, magic drones. Uh, yeah, but
3: the
1: the, the um, <sighs> hmm, I don't, I don't really know where to start with this because again, it's all right. It's like um. Final Fantasy XII was kind of the departure from the Final Fantasy of old. This is when it started to change. Um when it broke from its patterns. Um, cuz Final Fantasy X uh was the last like, like you have to skip 11 cuz 11 was online. It was the first MMO they did. Um um so like you you're going from X to 12 here. And X was kind of like like uh, I would say the last of the traditional Final Fantasies. It's it's still turn-based combat in that. It's still um um it, it's 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 still what i would say it not what my brain associates as a final fantasy game that the you know, a classic jrpg um and 10 is definitely that this and 13 have way more in common than i realized um so uh you're you're not you're not really going into a separate battle system for this, you're you're effectively just sort of walking up to dudes, and you're saying what you're you're targeting them. Um, uh, and s- similarly to you would in turn-based mode, you press A, and it will bring up a little menu, and then you say like, "I want to attack this guy," and then it will do it. But then, um, but all of that is happening pretty much in real time. There's no stopping; like, it, w- it will stop in the menu while you're choosing what to do, but everything else is kind of just playing out in real time and position, and in the dungeon where you're just standing is it's 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 more of a dungeon crawler in that respect Um, yeah you can stop at any point and say hey I need you to cast magic on this guy I need you to heal this guy and you can do that all manually if you want Um, but this game's thing is what it calls the gambit system which is basically minor programming oh right you get like like a load of slots and they're in like priority order but they're basically Mm. just a queue of if if This than that, yeah, yeah. It's it's strange. So, like at the top of the queue, you might want to put like priority one. If an ally is less than thirty percent health, chuck a potion at them, Uh, and it will do that action if that's true. Uh, And if if that action can't be fulfilled, it will move on to action two and be like, all right, what am I doing? It's like, well, I'm attacking the the party leader's target. It's like, okay, great. Uh, and it, it's interesting. It hasn't really expanded very well, much yet because mm. you, you, at the start, you only get two slots per character. Like, So you're limited to what you can pre-program in there. Um, and you're also limited by what you can put in the if block um, by what gambits you've been able to purchase. That's right. You have to purchase programming blocks. They are something you can buy from a shop. <laughs> okay is really weird so you have to you have to walk into a gambit shop and go oh i'd quite like the if i'm poisoned uh command please all right yep that'll be 50 gil (laughs) buy that and add that to your list and then you can use that as part of the gambit system um but then like you also have to level up enough to earn enough license points so on the character's job sheet you can eventually earn the right to add another gambit slot to their programming list um and then make that more complex or less complex. Um, And there's also three different pages of gambits you can have. So You can switch from one gambit system to another if you wanted. To be like, oh, I've pre-programmed these three different rule sets, but right now I need this character to be using this rule set. Um, So I could drop into the menu and switch their gambits to this rule set. Um, It's a weird system. It's kind of odd. And uh, I think the whole game generally is striking me as kind of odd. Um I'm sort of drawn in, but I wouldn't say I think it's good. Mm. Like it's it's interesting, but I don't think it's good. Do you think it has potential to <laughs> develop it it does something? I mean I hope so. I'm like seven or eight hours in and right. the story is completely uninteresting <laughs> <Okay>. so far. <laughs> Nothing's happened. I don't like nothing has happened. It's like we're we're like Vaughn is a is a totally He's an idiot, basically. He's an idiot lead character, yeah. and um, just uh, he's a oh boy. I'm like okay, let's, let's, try, let's try and let's try and parse together what actually has happened in this game. The game opens with like the wedding of two people in Evelise. I think we're in Delmasca, um, if that makes sense to you, Zach. Um, and um, yeah, there's two two important people get married. They then die. Um, as part of a war, um, the nation of Arcadia are, and one other massive nature nation, who I can't remember the name of, who are either side of Evelise, are basically having a fight, and you're in the middle. So, like, Arcadia tries to basically just take over Evelise to push its front line up, um, and they succeed in doing so. Um, so those two people you just saw get married. Yeah, they're dead. Um, right. Uh, so then, the king of Dalmasca basically wants to surrender to avoid more bloodshed in 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 the nation, uh, but a group, a resistance group, says you can't do that and murders their own king to stop him from signing the treaty. Which then means Arcadia just walks them violently instead. Um, so this character called Bash is then blamed for it, uh, and this other character called Rex is also there. Rex turns out to be the protagonist's brother who is also now dead. So the protagonist is many, many steps removed from what the hell happened in that intro. It's like, it's your brother who died at the moment that the king was stabbed in order to prevent the war that killed off these two people we saw. I'm like, why Why have you told me all this? Like, none of that seems particularly relevant right now. And all that seems to be happening is that, hey, the Imperial Army kind of is in control over everything. There's a resistance movement. That uh, that's kind of it. Right. Like, most of what I told you happens in the first hour, <laughs> and then after <laughs> that, that point, it's just kind of like, okay, more, there's a this. resistance movement, and we've done trundle, trundled around and done errands and tried to break into the palace for no good reason and got caught and broke out, all for kind of no reason.
0: <laughs> I don't understand. Kind of more of a setting than a story, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's not helped by the fact that I think the game is ugly as butt. Oh uh, like, right, <laughs> yeah. Like even with the remaster treatment, it's not a it's not a good looking game. Like even for the PS2 era, like Final Fantasy X, I think looks good. Like right, for, even for even for a game of that age, like but it's just every building is brown and stone and square and not really very nuanced look to it. It's and you go to another city, and that city is also brown and made of bricks and square and bad looking. Like at one point, you go to an airport effectively to get on an airship to go somewhere else, and that airport is brown. <laughs> and- and blocky and not very interesting. And when you land on the other side at the other airport on a different continent, it looks identical. It's the <laughs> oh, same no. airport and it's brown. And it's like it's the visual part. Like for a Final Fantasy game, for a main numbered Final Fantasy game, I don't see the effort. I don't see it. B tier. B tier. <laughs> double B. Maybe C tier. <laughs> yeah, double B.
0: <laughs> That's a I weird mean, thing. But, like, Final Fantasy I, in general kind of... is weird, isn't it? It's weird how, I don't know, yeah. you know how up and down it is sometimes. Like... I mean, like, you could argue
1: my favorite one in the series, FF8, is the one with the worst storyline. And you could, you, you know, I'd believe your argument for it. It's a weird ass thing. Um, um, But yeah. This this one in particular, like a, like it's it's hard to it's gonna be hard to like, but weirdly, I would there's something about it that is drawing, and I can't really explain why yet. There is something about it that means I don't mind actually spending hours on it at a time, despite all those flaws. <laughs> Maybe it's because like there is enough like not said that it's just like something's got to happen. This is a mainline Final Fantasy game. Something's gotta happen. <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna get turned into a crystal rock monster or something, and then have to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that is that where you think it's heading?
1: No, that's just kind of what thirteen was about. <laughs> oh, my heck! Yeah, strange thing, strange, strange as. Um um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm also playing a little bit of What the Golf on the side. I'm about two thirds of the way through its main campaign now. It's charming. Still enjoying that, then. It's charming. Yeah, I mean, it's getting a little. I mean, some of the ideas perhaps state that you know it's getting less. I think the problem is is like every... I'm, I'm becoming less and less surprised as it goes on. Right. But... Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're yeah. less What the Golf. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly i mean i could i could spoil it here with a few things but uh, like i'm not sure i should it's like there's yeah. a i think there's one thing in the in the trailer i can say it's like there's a super hot section and it just at the end of every level it just goes super butt. And- <laughs> <laughs> that's quite good yeah <laughs>
3: super yeah it's decent it's good fun
1: And that is my gaming Fortnite. Without playing Fortnite,
2: right? It's time for you, Zach. Well, this fortunately won't be very long, I guess. Probably, although a number of times I say that, and that's not true. But <laughs> this is another one of those times where I feel like I haven't been playing anything somehow, even though it feels like I should have been. Um, one of the things that I haven't been playing. You know, we have to get that out of the way. It's because get it out of the way. I've been resisting the temptation to play more (laughs) freelance in case we. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Have you been like, okay, you want to get sucked into that? Well, as soon as I started playing, I was like, yeah, I could totally go for playing this again. (laughs) Yeah, we have to make. If we're going to make a video of it, I have to not do that. I mean, it's not like I don't know like that entire story. Like, (laughs) I would,
0: I would keep it backed up because I'm not set up for Deus Ex still, so.
2: And we could probably do another freelancer next week and the only the only like i did play it a tiny bit because i was like well i can at least get through the like between main story mission grinds right yeah that's a good idea <laughs> and i was also actually wondering because like the way it unlocks the next story mission your pilot level is based on your money basically your uh, like net worth or whatever so it's based on like literally how much cargo and, it ha- and your actual credits and all that stuff.
1: Oh right, so it's not how much you've earned historically. No, it's not based on how much
2: you've earned in between the last story mission and the next one. So I was hmm. pondering whether whether it'd be possible to just like do some super boring grinding right at this point, right at this early part of the game and just build up a big pile of cash so that the storyline missions will automatically advance. <laughs> I see, just chain on. I think that's probably
1: how it'll work. <laughs> So that It'll might be a w- bit where it's like it makes you do like one
2: side mission just to say you've done one and then it will like unlock immediately or something. I don't think it will. I don't think it ever forces you to actually do the side missions, mainly because you can earn money in other ways that like you could just go trading or go into a scrap field and shoot scrap out of the out of the little asteroids forever and make money that way. So I don't think it ever forces you to have a specific way to make money.
1: Maybe it's one of those where it's like you're in a bar and they say go do some work, and then you have to like just leave
2: and come back, and then it's like, oh hi. Yeah, it could just be like a if you take off into space, then a radio message will trigger. <laughs> yeah, but the trouble is, like, it, that definitely would be quite a significant grind because, like, the I think the way the money scales in that game is quite steep. Like, you go from making like two thousand quid per mission at this point to like 10,000 quite quickly. <laughs> So having to spend a whole bunch of time grinding a 2,000 reward mission might not actually be worthwhile. It might be mm. easier to just like do one side mission later. But I don't know. We'll see about that. And then I also like, in case we do want to make the video, I also after I'd done that little bit of grind, I was also like, well, I could also just like discover some of the map locations. I could fly around and like pick up some of the like free. Weapon loot off the shipwrecks that that are in specific locations, because the, the like that the main story is never going to tell you to go to those, right? So I flew around and re- went to some of the wrecks that I actually remembered, and I was just like, oh, these weapons aren't really any better. They're not actually special weapons at this point in the game.
1: And would it like? Oh, would they? So they'd they'd always be like at a specific level, would they? The ones you find—it's not like they're like level scaled or anything like no, that. No, because the
2: shipwrecks are preset, so they're just in the in the system, okay. uh, and they're yeah. always in the same place, and they always have the same weapons, and it's just because because of the way the main story is structured, you can't get to the other systems, so you can't like skip ahead essentially. <laughs> right. I see. So you might as well just go and pick those up and get whatever guns they have. But uh, yeah, at this point in the game, they are just generic weapons, not actually the slightly rarer stuff. Although I don't know if they, I don't know if they, do they ever get to being, apart from the very late game ones, I don't think they're ever like, you know, named weapons or whatever you might call it in, in modern terms. I think they are just like weapons that you could theoretically buy if you could find the place to buy them, essentially. Right. They're not exotics, so. no. <laughs> Except for in the cases where it's just like it's the pirate faction version of the basic weapon that does like slightly more damage but uses more energy, like the trails that we that oh, I I found off the yeah, ship yeah. Oh, off killing enemies. I see. But yeah, I flew around a bit and did that and and explored the other adjacent systems to see if there was anything worthwhile. It's weird because you can actually you. The places you can buy the like light fighter are the other systems whereas in the system you started you could just buy the heavy fighter <laughs> it's like yeah. there's no reason that you'd ever think to buy the light fighter because you get you're like oh, i need to upgrade my ship well i better fly around the one system that i can get to at <laughs> yeah. the start of the game oh look i can buy the heavy fighter or this freighter <laughs> but then once maybe you maybe actually you have the ability to jump to the other systems it's like oh i can also buy the light fighter or the weird like enhanced version of that civilian fighter you start the game with, which, why would oh, anyone right. buy that either? <laughs> Is it just so...
1: I wonder if it's like you might not have made enough money for the heavy fighter or for, even noticed it was there. Yeah, I guess if you point. never so docked it's on like, like
2: the specific stations where it's sold.
1: Yeah, so if you then fly away and just do the next bit of story or whatever you're, but, you're ended yeah. up in a situation where you might have a slightly cheaper fighter you
2: could buy. <laughs> but why would you not dock it? Every station that you can get to at that point, if you're looking for, well, if you're looking for, I mean, we have ship, to dock there
1: anyway, as part of the story, didn't we? We have to dock it. Oh, yeah, you have to where dock the it back was Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I should point out, just in case it's not clear, this is the next video that's going up on Happy Salad. On Happy Salad.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Have yourself some freelancer. Yes, I mean we didn't make the game, but because we're playing it, I guess we have a relationship with the people that did. I <laughs> well, guess we do.
2: Not sure about that. <laughs> we have an understanding with the people. We do, maybe. We have an understanding. <laughs> the understanding it's is not. Please don't copyright our video. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> please don't do copyright on, strike our video.
0: We <laughs> view it on, video, on
1: YouTube. We have a relationship with the people who host that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's, that's true.
1: You could yeah. also come
0: to
2: HappySide.net. We own that station. Yeah. We actually do, although we don't host the videos. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, so that. Um, Suppose we don't own the servers, though, but we have an understanding with the people that do. With the people yes. who do. Yeah. Um, apart from that, uh, I forgot what else. Um, oh, <laughs> I played. I've played some shapes. I O again. <laughs> Maybe because I hadn't shapes. played. Because I hadn't, I hadn't played since they put in achievements, basically. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I can start a fresh game and just get all the achievements. Or not all the achievements. Might have put myself in a Factorio situation again, where it's like, it, these last few achievements are going to <laughs> hang around forever because they're annoyingly difficult. Hmm. Except I don't think there are... The problem with the one Factorio achievement I never got was it was a super long-term thing that you had to do in vanilla, like, without mods. So that was just kind of annoying. Whereas in this game, it's just like I think the hardest achievement is probably the like speedrun achievement, and that's just a matter of like figuring out a build order, essentially figuring out the quick way to get through the start of the game, which is what the achievement's for, rather than the whole game, which is what the speedrun achievement for is. In fact, Mm. but yeah, I got I got I got to what they call free play, which is weird because like the first 26 levels, the shape that you have to make and deliver to the hub is like preset. So it's, they're very specific, specifically designed shapes that progress you through like, now you can paint things, now you can cut things, now you can rotate things and whatever. So you get through that and then you get to free play, which is after level 26. And then at that point, the shapes that you have to deliver just become randomly generated. So like, each quadrant of the four corners of the shape, and then like it's two shapes stacked on top of each other, and each of the quadrants is painted differently. Because the idea is with that, that like once you get to that point and you've unlocked all the tools, you're just meant to build a machine that automatically makes the right shape. So, like the, the hub, the hub has like a little uh port on it that that sends out what shape it wants and then you right. just put that into the wire system and then you you know process that it signal through a bunch of different <laughs> gates and calculations or whatever to disassemble it into the parts and then have your machine just build the right thing which is quite helpful but also means that you sort of once you've built that machine you can just sort of sit there for a few levels and it just does it automatically which is kind of nice but then you're not playing the game any longer. <laughs> hmm.
1: Did that um, Alexa message get picked up just then. No, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> that was quite fun. It was just like um, in, we interrupt this uh, this podcast to tell you that the bloody fridge is open. <laughs> the bloody
3: fridge is open. actually.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I I built this. That you get an achievement for completing a level without changing your factory at all, which is basically the trick to build the make anything machine where you just have it automatically configure itself to build the correct thing but the trouble is that though when the when it switches over to those randomly generated shapes it changes from being like deliver a thousand of this shape to being like deliver eight of this shape per second so after you've built the machine that makes anything you then have to just like expand that to make a lot of a thing <laughs> which again is kind of not very interesting. At that point, it's like you've solved the problem. Now you're just multiplying your solution several times over, <laughs> hmm. which is maybe not that interesting. I mean, I'm sure I could come up with a way more optimized version of the make anything machine that I made because it is quite like slow, and you use like whole belts of material to make a, like a quarter of a belt output or whatever, because there's four quadrants in each shape and everything. It's not a, not particularly efficient. But yeah. So I got I got most of the way through that, I guess. I got a significant portion of the achievements, but not all. So who knows who knows whether I'll continue with that again. Also, weirdly, for this being like the super minimalism factorio, it like it doesn't run very well <laughs> at this point when the machines oh, nice. are this big. But you know, that's kind of inherent in this kind of super See, this super, is why you super need, indie game
0: this is why you need one of these thread rippers yeah right? exactly <laughs> yeah. i do need cpu for the
2: types of games of the highway yeah <laughs> nothing but cpu and then i guess the other thing that i played extremely briefly but I, is kind of funny to talk about was i've been seeing a lot on youtube uh mentions of this Game called Friday Night Funkin'. Friday Night Funkin'. <laughs> Funkin'. Which is basically. Is that F-U-N-K-I-N Yes. Oh, I was kind of hoping it was just Funk-N. No, not quite. Funkin'. Funkin'. It's basically. Well, imagine. Imagine DDR, then imagine Stepmania, the PC version of DDR. Yeah. Then yeah. imagine someone made a Flash game of it. <laughs> Except <laughs> it's not Flash, obviously, because Flash doesn't exist any longer. So I guess HTML5 version of it. <laughs> right. It's basically what would be a Flash game DDR Stepmania clone with the 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 like conceit of it is slightly different in that like it's meant to be like rap battles almost except there's no lyrics it's just like noises but
1: like yeah like that
2: but you, you no, see because no, 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 no. it's like a rap because <laughs> it's like a rap battle you so there's like two lines of notes going down the screen but it like takes turns so you like see the enemy do their pattern and then you do your one <laughs> huh. so it like hands it back and forth and then sometimes there's duets where both are going at the same time but i mean you're obviously only looking at your half of the screen essentially. Slight tangent on the
0: minerma but, but on on Friday it was the last day of my project and they the, the client organized like a quiz, uh which is fine or whatever. Uh but I noticed on the invite before we joined that the penalty for losing the quiz would you had to write and perform a rap in six <laughs> minutes. And I was like, that's it impossible. <laughs> so I was like, okay. We're going to need a plan because we're definitely going to lose this. And of course, yeah, we lost by one point, obviously. And I was like, and they were like, okay, go on another call, like another Zoom call, and like write your rap and then come back in five minutes and then do it. And I was like, there is no way we're going to collaborate to write a rap in five minutes. So I just looked up the lyrics to Fresh Prince, a copy pasted them into a (laughs) Word doc and altered them because it had to be a rap about the project or whatever. So I just changed the lyrics yeah. to be about lockdown, <laughs> including <laughs> including that bit. So it was like, novel coronavirus that was up to no good. Started making trouble in the neighborhood. Got one little cough and Boris got scared. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so that was stupid. It's tangent.
2: <laughs> but yeah,
0: so... <laughs> so I, played,
2: I, I played most of that game, except I... Didn't really get all the way for it, but I was, I was like, it's okay. It's very clearly like you know they're trying to make it a, a real web, game, like a, like game. a Kickstarter yeah. or whatever. So they're trying to make a real version of this. But that so what actually happened next was I was then like, I was just I was thinking about it. I was like, oh yeah, Stepmania. So then I was like, I've totally still got my old Stepmania files on my so oh, really, disk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I the H MP3s. freeze. Yeah. And, I, and then I was like, I wonder if Stepmania is still a thing, and it totally is, of course. So I was just like, well, I'll just fucking download Stepmania and get the, get my ancient Step files off my external hard disk, and they're still totally, you know, they must still be used the same format or whatever, because they still totally just load. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. YL. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess I'll just have a nostalgia moment and play all these dumb songs, because I didn't really even <laughs> have that many. There's only like 20 files in there. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this. I remember this as well." But the trouble is that, of course, I'm not good at it any longer. So I like some right, of these really right, right, right. hard songs. I can't actually do it. <laughs> I'm sure you get
0: back into the groove.
2: But then it was just like, "Oh yeah, I remember. I remember how I have all these terrible songs." And then I remember. Then it was like, "Oh yeah, I remember. I made these terrible songs as well. We <laughs> made them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have the I have the carnival like, night zone. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. No." I have the four files that I made. There's a half-finished one of Rob's songs that <laughs> <laughs> I never got round to finishing. There's, naturally, Science Genius go by Free <laughs> Naturally. had to make a chart for that, well, except that one's well easy. I think I was deliberately making an easy chart before I was going to make a harder one, and then didn't get round to it. Uh, there's uh, Sky Deck from Sonic Adventure. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The actual... That was probably my best one. And then there's the mm. really fucking impossible chart. Well, not exactly, not that difficult, but really dumb chart of I Hate Hate by Cornelius, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which I was only using <laughs> to, to to fiddle around with like the, how you can change the BPM of the song in in the level. So like the step yeah, chart sit, shift speed.
1: <laughs> getting, yeah, getting, the, getting that to match up on that track must have been pretty difficult.
2: Well, it's funny because whenever it does like those long guitar, you can just like speed the chart up, but while you're doing a hold, so it just looks cool, but it doesn't actually make it more difficult. <laughs> and pauses, of course, you can have all kinds of weird pauses in that song. <laughs> and also, you
1: with all the weird little guitar-y bits? You could just make it like randomly stop, yeah, <laughs>
2: pretty much. That's what I did. And then I also discovered that I've one of the songs that I'd forgotten that I did have amongst the other songs that i downloaded was <laughs> a certain song whose real name is Hot Limit. The
3: <laughs> <Yep. laughs>
2: song that we know better as... <laughs> we Drink in. <Berlin>. Yep. Some <laughs> rings <Sunmarines> burning in fire. <laughs> <laughs> and hilariously, that that, like song someone has also ripped the like flash animation to play in the background but it's like it's oh, uh, really? like two frames per second oh it's god got awful oh, and yeah, like yeah, must yeah. be like 320p or something because naturally this is from the ancient internet <laughs> yeah but the step chart's okay <laughs> <laughs> gather me eyes yep So, yeah, I, I played. That was like. So, after i played about 20 minutes of Friday Night Funking, I played about 10 minutes of Step Mania, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> now we're done.
1: I think I ended up downloading, like, because there were packs available for that, we could
2: basically get all of DDR's history. Yeah. You, def- you definitely yeah. had, like, the actual Yeah. <laughs> I had weird bullshit that I downloaded and and charts that other people had sent me that they'd made. <laughs> this was a popular thing like in the fairly early days of the IRC channel there was one guy who was super mm. obsessed with it and then everyone got into it for a while and was just like making their own charts for weird songs <laughs> and a couple of weird like classical music or like sampled classical music tracks that have that, that someone else made <laughs> hmm. also uh, uh, I like I'm not even sure what genre to call it, but like a, a funked-up version of the Star Wars intro music. Oh, God,
1: it's not like that terrible 70s sort of disco funk version. I don't it? think it's that one. I think it's a bit of a more modern style than that one.
3: Okay, but it's still but
1: bad. Every now and then, Spotify tries to tell me I would like that, and I'm like, no.
2: I mean, you might don't like for the... the stupidity, not because it's actually good.
1: No, it really isn't good. So there was 70s. that. Yeah, that's that's quality. Because I remember, I remember messing around with like trying to get like a good theme on my Stepmania for ages. Like, because people the theme packs were quite extensively done, weren't they? There was there was loads yeah. of them, and and you can just um, basically change
2: all the graphics of that game with a, with a mod, essentially. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, and another thing that I. I noticed that I'd totally forgotten about is because because the the step charts have like an author logo. I'd forgotten that I'd made a logo for me. <laughs> like I made a little little logo that says Zeg, but the Zeg has like a brick texture on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. Wasn't
1: the same, it wasn't the same one we used to use for like. No, it, it, it stuff. just
2: wasn't another. It was just like here's another version of that <laughs> where I made another stupid... <laughs> So, you can barely read it because it's so tiny and it, and like, the icon rotates. So, like, half the time it's backwards. <laughs> so, it's not even actually helpful for it to have words. Oh, oh I see. Is it doing, like, a horizontal spin, yeah, it's spin, spin effect? Yeah, spinning it. Mm. So, that was real dumb.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, Burning cell phone. I think that
2: was pretty much everything. I did briefly go back into Minecraft again, I guess. I'm still thinking about continuing with one of the various mod pack things that I was trying out before but it didn't stick very well. <laughs> I think it's because I've just got too used to the it's because there's... every mod pack uses the same mods. <laughs> and like they try and rearrange them or like force you to use different mods at different points in the progression but it's a... at a certain point it's you're just always going to come back to doing things the same way which is like yep but this this one mod has the best way to do this thing so eventually every mod pack converges on it (laughs) Hmm. although it has been kind of interesting because now that a a fairly major new update for minecraft is coming like in two parts this year and There's been a... Because for a long time, the mods have been stuck on, like, version 1.12 because that was when all those mods were made. And, like, as Minecraft continued to update, the mods just couldn't keep up, essentially. So they just committed to being, we're just going to stay on version 1.12. We'll update the mods, but we'll still be on version 1.12. But it's been so long at this point that now... Now, some of the major mods, like the Tinkers Tools mod and whatnot, are are actually trying to update to modern Minecraft, like 1.16. So there is starting to be like mod packs where you can play in actual modern Minecraft with all the stuff that's been added to Minecraft since then and with mods. (laughs) Which is kind of interesting for me because then I play it and I'm like, I don't even know what parts of this are the mods and what parts are actual Minecraft any longer. (laughs) Because hmm. so much has been added to Minecraft in the meantime. And the the big update that's coming from Minecraft this year is the, maybe the one that I'm most interested in because it changes the terrain generation, specifically the caves, to make them oh, much yeah, less yeah. like generic. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to actually be better for me, though, because my problem with random generation is always, you know, the problem of random generation of things being, like, messy. Like things that don't match up properly or like weirdly overwrite each other's generation and it fucks it up. I'm not sure it's going to help with that, but it will probably just make the caves bigger and nicer to look at, at least.
1: (laughs) So are they still doing the thing where they maintain the Java version of Minecraft as much as the Windows version?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I'm not actually Hmm. sure what the exact split is any longer, because it seems like they've almost reached the point where the two versions literally have different stuff and they're porting between both. Like, when they started updating the train generation for Java, one of the things that got... that, like, kind of snuck in was, like, ice caves, where it uses the ice tiles and whatnot into the cave biome to make it ice an ice cave. And that had already been in the other version of Minecraft, like the Windows version. Right. But, like, it wasn't... So it's sort of trading both ways, but I think I think the Windows one is slightly ahead, but like still doesn't have this full big update that they're currently working on for the Java one,
1: right? Because that's sort of what I'd, how I'd imagine it to be, right? Microsoft's focus or Mojang's focus will would have been on the the modern version, I suppose, because that's what ends up on the consoles. And...
2: <laughs> well, it's just weird how Minecraft is even developed because a lot of the time it it still seems like there's just, like, two people working on it. I mean, that's maybe that's the fault of their, like, PR strategy or whatever, where they only have ever have, like, two people in the videos talking about all the features all the time. So it only seems like there's two people working on it. Although, on the other hand, considering the speed that these updates actually come out, it also kind of seems like there's only two people working on it. 'Cause it takes forever. And in fact this update that's coming in two parts this year was only meant to be one part, but then one part of it didn't get you know, didn't get done enough in time, so now they're like, Oh we it's gonna take forever for this to come out if we wait for the whole thing to be done, so we'll have to release it in two parts instead. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the state of Minecraft. it <laughs> continues to be Minecraft. Even even moment. with Microsoft's the help! <laughs> I'm sure I've asked you this
3: before,
1: but is the modern version like? Was, is there a mod scene for that version as well, or is it like? Does everyone just converge on Java? I don't know what the Windows
2: situation is like for the for mods. It's right. ages since they did that, right? Yeah, okay, now, the C plus plus version. It is now, yeah. Because I mean, the the thing that's easier, I guess, in the in the Windows version is for like. It's not exactly mods, but they call them resource packs, which isn't just skins. It's like it can actually sort of alter the game in some ways, just not as much as mods. But it's mainly sort of skin-based. That's where you'll find all the fancy texture packs. Right. And those seem to be a lot more common for the Windows version, whereas all the actual functional mods still hang around in Java which I mean, I guess makes sense, because it's probably way easier to program the function mods in the Java version, mm. for, for the people who are used to it anyway, who have been doing it all this time and keeping those mods vaguely up to date, even if it's only 1.12 up to date. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's more or less all I did. Like, I didn't continue playing Pokemon, unfortunately. That's already started falling off. damn it
3: I got discouraged by
2: like some of the missions some of the dungeons that you have to go through have really awkward setups where it's just like you start at level 5 and you can't bring any items with you so you have to level up inside the dungeon and you have to rely entirely on the randomly spawned items to help you survive and it's just like that kind of is annoying (laughs) But maybe once I've unlocked most of the Pokemon, I can be like, okay, so what Pokemon is actually good at level (laughs) 5? You'd think it'd be the starter Pokemon, but not really. Their stats kind of aren't great. But then you can't rely on a legendary Pokemon either, because they usually don't have any moves at level (laughs) 5. Or they have like one move. (laughs) So then I started thinking about looking at the goddamn you know Pokedex websites and being like, okay, in this generation of 720 Pokemon, so you have to strip out all the newer ones, what Pokemon have good stats at level five? And then what moves do they have at level five? And how fast do they even level up? Would this be a viable strategy? For a moment, I thought I'd come up with a great strategy of just being a ghost. Right, because like a lot of things can't hit you because at, at, at level five, a lot of things have like tackle, which is a normal move. And normal mm. moves can't hit ghosts. Oh, that's handy. And I thought that might work, but then a lot of the ghost types don't have any good. Don't have well, a lot of the ghost types at level five have ghost moves that can't hit normal, <laughs> so you're screwed as well. So it doesn't really work that well. And the other reason I thought ghosts might work is because. It's a really weird mechanic, but in in Mystery Dungeon, the ghost can like phase through walls. Like you can walk inside the walls. So I I was like, well, maybe I could just cheese it by being a ghost and just like walking directly to the exit through the walls and not have to actually fight anything. <laughs> but unfortunately, that doesn't work because walking through the walls like drains your hunger meter super fast. They they thought of that. <laughs> So, unfortunately, cheesing it may not be an option. Mm. So, that was the problem I was having with those those very specific, like, restriction dungeons. Where it's just like, this is going to be, either I'm going to have to find out that there is a cheese tactic or a semi-cheese tactic, or it's going to be a lot of, like, just keep re-rolling it until you get lucky, which just isn't, you know, Mm. great. There must be a cheese. I mean, it would be much easier if it, if you could take items, but you can't. <laughs> like, if you could take items, you really could just tease it, because you could just bring, like, well, this game's equivalent of rare candy, I guess, just instantly level yourself up to, like, level 10, and then you'd be good.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, so in these restriction jun- dungeons, you can start at 5, but... Yeah, that,
2: that is the, the general restriction, is, like, start at 5 mm-hmm. and no items. Sometimes you get start at 5, but you can take items, but there's definitely ones where you don't get items. <laughs>
1: Does that mean you can take any of your crew in and they just D level? Yeah, it just it
2: just like okay. d- gives you essentially a new copy of that pokemon. It doesn't affect your actual stats. You just you just they just yeah. remember it when you come back out. Unfortunately, that weirdly also like negates move leveling, like how you can level up the power of moves if you use them a lot. It forgets that oh, okay. as well, which kind of sucks because I thought that might be a way to cheese it. Like if you just Use tackle forever in your normal mission, so tackle became really good. Then, when you went in as level five, you'd have a super upgraded version of tackle, but it doesn't remember that. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll still continue chipping away at that. The other reason I guess I haven't been playing that so much is because, like, I don't think I had this problem before, and maybe I'm just like old, (laughs) but like, the 3DS is way heavy and it messes with my fingers quite badly. It's like because you're resting a lot of that weight on like your. Middle finger rather than your index, because your index is on the L and R. <laughs> and it's right, like that, yeah. that's not a very natural position, and it like kind of RSI's you after a while. <laughs>
1: not the most I, mean, I don't find it that. I don't find it that comfortable holding the switch for some games, like especially for well, <laughs> Yeah, but, but it's is a bit more ergonomic, I guess, than the Marginally, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but, pretty you know, flat. Covered. It's not
0: exactly. <laughs> There's not much space to make it ergonomic, is there, in the no. Switch? No. It's just, like, slightly Wii... curved on the
3: corners.
1: Yeah, the Wii, the Wii U pad was definitely more comfortable in the hand. Um,
2: the tablet. But, yeah, the 3DS is kind of awkward. I don't know if it's too small or too big. It's too heavy, but, like... If it was bigger, that might make it more ergonomic for the hand layout of the buttons and the, and the control knob or whatever.
1: If the 3DS had a removable battery, you could take it out and line up.
2: Yeah, I guess I could, because I, I do have it plugged directly into power a lot of the time. The battery still seems to be good on my 3DS. <laughs> like it still lasts like three hours or whatever. That's maybe the other problem with it is, is that well, I mean, if you're playing with a 3D on, it makes it much worse because you have to hold it at a very specific position away from your face. <laughs> sure. And you've got the uh, the original 3DS, right? Which didn't yeah, without the, the adaptive 3 fancy tracking. Yeah. yeah. But I turned that off. But even so, it's like, you know, for a small screen like that, you do still have to hold it within a reasonable distance of your face <laughs> to be able to see what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that. I think. I think that's
0: everything. Games? What have been played by Zachary Burgess? Cool.
1: The cat is denying this podcast to end. How's that? <laughs> uh, she's she's sat on me right now, and I am uh, some distance away from my PC. Well, that's a cat move. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She knew
0: she she knew I was going to have to get out at
1: some point, so
0: it's like no. <laughs> Well, I fiddled around yesterday, and because finally the my extra Sonos speaker arrived, so I tried oh, to yes. set up the surround sound, which was quite fiddly. But I think it well it seemed to work eventually. I don't know. I think I probably need a better router, to be honest, than the one that just came from BT. But I don't really, I don't know how you do that. Really, do you just buy a router and then? How do you? Set Pretty it?
1: much. I mean yeah. the the. The the settings you need to plug into another router are pretty, should are readily available on most of them. Yeah, like yeah. like it's 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 not it's not that tricky. Like most of the time, it's, so it's it literally the... is like a username and password, and that's kind of it. And like it, we yeah. like the routers all log in to some service or something. Yeah, and on the line,
0: and then it just works. 'Cause I've got like it's got like a cable box or whatever not cable but fiber optic box thing that's separate at the moment. Oh right, yeah, you and got one of those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that that plugs into the B T home hub thing or whatever. So I reckon it would be good if I could replace that probably with some kind of night hawk bullshit. <laughs> Lots of aerials coming off it. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm rocking. I just don't think it assigns IP addresses very very readily. Um anyway. Um, but, yeah, it's working. So I, I, I tested it out with my with the first level of my free copy of Res Infinite. Yeah. And, mm. yeah, that's pretty cool in, in surround sound, that game. I guess it's kind of – it even says, like, headphones or surround sound recommended before you even start playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that, that, that seems good. I had to faff around to get the TV to output um, 5.1 from the apps, like the Netflix app. Um, oh really? That, yeah, that it was a a... bit... No, it, it, well, for some reason the digital sound output was is defaults to PCM, which is just stereo, and you have to change it to like pass through. Uh, I don't know why. Anyway, because it's optical, because I've got
1: the the older um, Sonos. I, I didn't think um, PCM was just stereo. I thought PCM just meant it was uncompressed.
0: Yeah, but it didn't. For some reason, it didn't didn't output the five point one in that mode. I don't know. I don't think it's quite yeah. right, but. Uh, I've got the older uh, sound bar, and I might consider getting the 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 new one that has eARC or whatever. Probably work better because it's just optical. Um, but I got it working actually. Yes.
1: But watch out for that two point one thing if you're still getting a PlayStation or have a
0: PlayStation. What's that? What's the deal with
1: that? Make sure it's HDMI two point one compliant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the cable. Um, uh, I know no, the the whole. Box, the the TV. No, well, your TV needs to be at 2.1. it's gonna be 2.1 signals. But also, yeah. if you're feeding, depending on how you're rigging it, normally you go console, audio device, TV.
0: Oh no, that's not how this one works. Um, the, the um, it, well, the current one I've got is optical out from the TV to the to the sound bar. But the um, the um, the new one, it's also like HDMI out. From the TV to the soundbar. So you oh, actually lose an weird. HDMI port. Yeah, it's like. Um, I haven't heard of that. Enhanced, yeah. enhanced audio response. audio always to ask. It's like, how is EARC relevant to you then? And it's like, oh, that's. Yeah, it's like output. It's weird because you actually lose a. There's only one port on the TV that supports the EARC and you lose that port, right? Because it's doing it audio out. It's yeah, weird. yeah. It's weird.
1: Uh, that is strange. Yeah, normally I'd, yeah. Like, I just assumed it would like do what the TV normally like does, like a Daisy the chain same, the yeah.
0: signal back. Yeah, on yeah. the same cable. But no, it's weird. It's not what I expected. Anyway, but that's for the future. I've just got this optical one for now. But uh, yeah, it's, it uh, seems to work. So still, I just want to see if it stays because I've had the one of the speakers, like the sound bar, still work with the TV, but just disappear from the Sonos system. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's to do with the router, probably. I was
1: about to say, have you got your PlayStation yet? Or did you get PS one PS5.
0: PS5, yeah. No, I can't get one. As soon as I can, as oh, okay. as can right. buy them, I'll get one. But,
1: yeah, because uh, you might run into... Because what are you doing? You're feeding optical from your console right now. No, no, no. It's or you just can't optical, just
0: optical out from the TV right now. It's right. T- you might t- run into
1: trouble because of... Um, the, I forget what it's called, the like H- HDCP or something like that, the HDMI copy protection thing. Oh, from the um, PlayStation. Yeah, because like if you're, or if you're using optical out from your um TV to drive your sound, you might not be able to get surround out of it because yeah. HDCP kicks in and says that conversion's not legal.
0: Right. I'm sure, I mean, by the time I get a PS5, I can just upgrade the sound bar, to be honest. I mean, you just can't buy yeah. that. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: because that's the
0: yeah that's one of the problems I had with
1: that whole rig and why it was a bit awkward to get set up right It's because yeah my TV blocks certain things from being possible because HDCP kicks in and it's like Ugh, yeah it's such a ball, like anyway it's like yeah if I could just like have the optical from my TV kick out the same signal that was fed in fed in fed yeah um, then then everything would be okay and I wouldn't need to worry about the fact that the goddamn New consoles don't have optical ports on <laughs> them. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, res is res. It's just as good as it was on PS2, but sharper. And uh, and in surround sound, so that's good. So I'll have to try something more serious uh, with that and see what the effect is like. What would be a cool thing to try with surround sound? I guess something like Uncharted or something, right?
1: Um. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think what I most recently noticed
1: it in. Like, I always thought the Call of Duties that were were good with their sound balance in right. um, surround. Yeah. Um, they always did a decent job. Um, I guess racing games like easy to do a decent job at.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. What they're coming up behind you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I should probably boot up Wi-Fi again. See what that's like. In there. Yeah. Give that a go. <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, most things, like it's kind of, uh, I think it was Red Dead or something you could, you know, hear where you know oh, people's yeah. voices have just come from various corners of the room.
0: And it's, That's cool. Yeah. When you're wandering around the camp and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a little bit into another playthrough of Red Dead, so I'll put that one back up as well. That looks insane on the TV. Just the picture quality is just ridiculous. It's only a PS4 as well. <laughs> oh, you're not rocking a pro? No, it is a pro. Oh, okay, yeah. It's just I'm saying it's not That's why. But yeah, it's still pretty sharp. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty nice, pretty nice. Yeah. I, I, think, think, so...
1: Go on. I, I, I was just curious. Like, I, wonder if Red, I think Red Dead was one of those games that suffered from a not-that-great HDR implementation. So oh, I'm it right definitely on, is so in was... HDR. I mean, yeah, it, it's noticeable. in HDR, but it's like its implementation wasn't wasn't right. perfect. I remember Digital Foundry t- sort of tearing it apart a little bit and being like, "Yeah, this isn't the best." You know, we expected a little more from this. But I wonder if they ever went back and fixed that. Like, the...
0: hmm. I couldn't tell you if it's been patched. Or... No,
1: I don't. I, I, it's like, it's, sometimes it's hard to tell, right? With HDR yeah, stuff, true. it's like, "Was it supposed to look like right now?" <laughs> The cat has now left my lap. Okay. Good. This podcast can end. That signals the end <laughs> the, of the, the podcast. Cat, the cat is not interested by Asia.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, look out for that freelancer video that we discussed earlier on our YouTube channel. And you can just go to that to find all our videos and podcasts. And we'll have another one in a couple of weeks. Uh, probably from the new studio. <laughs> well, we uh, might not, because well, I might not might have not. internet. Yeah. So depending on what's happening, we will update you or not. Oh. I mean,
1: we could have the uh, the the never before seen occurrence of a Zach and Dan only podcast.
0: Mm, yeah. That. I mean, that's not a podcast. That's a. <laughs> it's a super. Toddcast. You'd have to <laughs> come up with a new name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see. Right. Uh Catch you next time, listeners. Why?